Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. Ole Miss is coming out on the field, and they'll be greeted with a familiar Bronx cheer. That, too, is traditional, just as other things are in this thing called the world of sports. Even if they don't score, they're controlling the ball. Powell fumbles, and Mississippi State recovers. The Egg Bowl, where the only thing the fans in the stands can agree on is that LSU can go to hell. Jack Prescott, Prescott, forget about it, touchdown Mississippi State. The trophy is back in the hands of the Ole Miss Rebels. And with that, we welcome you to Egg Bowl Week. Good Monday afternoon alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for joining us. We are going to have some fun over the next three and a half days leading up to the 2021 edition of the Battle for the Golden Egg. This year it is in Starkville. The stakes are high. The teams are good. Both are playing well. You got all kinds of storylines going into this one. And on this Monday afternoon, as we begin Egg Bowl Week, we welcome you to Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, broadcasting live today from Visit Oxford, who is a sponsor on this show. We tell you all the time that uh, Sports Talk Mississippi is presented in part by Visit Oxford. We are at the Visit Oxford headquarters, visitoxfordms.com on Jackson Avenue, 1013 Jackson Avenue, if you're in the Oxford area, would love for you to stop by and say hello. The uh, the scene will shift dramatically on Thursday night from where we are to where the game will be played. Boys, good afternoon. Just want to let you know that unlike Jerrion Ely, I'm going to refer to this town by its given name. It's Oxford. I will call it that. I will not make any five-year-old jokes like anybody else did. What did he say? It stinks there? It Stink. smells like mud? I'm going to go on a... I'm going to do some investigative journalism and find the mud he's talking about. Where is this mud? I need to know. Well, probably anywhere you want to look. I mean, there, there's mud here. There's yes, mud where there, we are there is. now. So hopefully it won't rain because that would... Uh, rain Thursday. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't rain on Thursday either, Borky. The forecast... I, I was looking at saying that because it's chilly this afternoon. But on Thursday, high in Starkville is 61. The low is 29 on Thursday night. Hopefully that's late, 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 late on Thursday night and into Friday morning. There's an 80% chance of rain during the day and about a 50 or 60% chance of light rain early 
in the evening. Better pack your uh, your long johns and your cold weather gear. Ooh. Yeah, if only Missouri was playing in this game, we know who to pick in this one. But you know, these are these it's are two warm weather teams. So you know, <laughs> you know, we'll see. But yeah, and I've been debating amongst myself and like two other people about what a cold rain will do to the actual game. Who does it give an advantage to? And my conclusion is, I don't know. Probably neither. Arkansas. Arkansas. If it's cold and rainy, Arkansas has the advantage. They're used to it in Fayetteville. I've told that story before. Years ago, Ole Miss was playing at Arkansas. I don't even remember what the final was. They got killed. And Ole Miss's guys, Borky, coming out for pregame warm-ups. I mean, they're like bundled. They may even have coats on when they're coming out for pregame warm-ups. They're looking around like it's miserable. And I look out, and Arkansas has got a big Samoan offensive lineman. He was their center. I, I don't even remember what his name is. My man is standing at midfield in shorts with no shirt, and he's doing a Hawaiian dance. And I thought this is going to be a long day for the Rebels because he was he was in his element on that particular day. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if if cold or wet or muddy conditions favors one team or the other. Ole Miss obviously is a team with uh, more of a running attack than what Mississippi State does. It's a big part of what they want to do. Feels like. Rain and, and mud would slow down tempo, though. Perhaps. So I, I, I agree. Like I don't know that anybody has a, a massive disadvantage with that kind of weather. But yeah, we'll see. Because you have the well, the team that throws it more is going to have trouble in the rain. But the air raid, as we know, is largely high percentage short passes. In fact, it's Ole Miss that really throws the football down the field more often than that of Mississippi State, despite the volume discrepancies. So I think in terms of offense, the the if you subscribe to the belief that rain hurts a passing offense, I, I would kind of think it might hurt Ole Miss a little bit more because they are f- more frequently taking deeper shots down the field as opposed to State. So a long-winded way to say I agree with you guys. I think it's kind of a wash, no pun intended. Yeah, I honestly don't know that it has a huge factor. I mean, unless we're talking about some sort of a downpour, and I don't think that's going to be the case, uh, I think you're either looking for an excuse or trying to find an advantage that may not necessarily be there if you start talking about the the weather because both teams are going to play in the same conditions. It is Thursday night when this all happens. Kickoff at 6.30 in Starkville. Between now and then, we've got a heck of a week coming with you. Our first guest of Egg Bowl Week, if you don't want to count last Friday when we had John Darnell in studio, will be Ben Beckwith, former Mississippi State offensive lineman. He's going to join us about half an hour from right now. We'll talk about his experience in the Egg Bowl, being a Mississippian, growing up, watching this game, how his recruitment went, and his specific memories about games against Ole Miss. David Kellum will join us to start the 4 o'clock hour, and then Neil Price, the voice of Mississippi State, will join us in the 5 o'clock hour. Tomorrow, what a great, unique thing. We're going to have both the voice of the Bulldogs and the Rebels on with us today. Yeah, That's a fantastic start to this. this yeah, week. No, no question about that. Uh, tomorrow, John Bond will join us. Daniel Boyd, a uh, former football player at Mississippi State, who is your neighbor now. He is. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, yeah. just, just, just down the street. Super guy. 
and is uh, one of the team orthopedic surgeons for uh, for Ole Miss. So Daniel Boyd will join us. Uh, another interviewer too. The to... one to blame for all these ankle injuries y'all keep having? Don't do that to your guy. <laughs> you had a great visit with him. He enjoyed it. That's uh, that that's not cool. Not cool at all. Deuce McAllister is scheduled to join us on Wednesday, as is Jonathan Banks, as is Kevin Fant, and got a few more surprises that are going to pop up along the way. So. We promised this last week, and I think that we should follow through with this. Give me a limited amount of time looking back on last weekend. Yeah. Um, Mississippi State gets a win. Uh, cruise control game against uh, against Tennessee State in Starkville on Saturday morning that goes into the early part of the, uh, the afternoon. And uh, Ole Miss has more trouble than they would have liked. Didn't play very well against Vanderbilt, but they got the win. And that was to close out a 7-0 and home record this year. First time that Ole Miss has ever, in its history, won seven games at home in a single season. And the first time that they have gone undefeated at home since 1992. So it's been a minute. And nine wins on the year. Yeah. Fifth SEC win. Chance to get to 10 overall. It would be the first time, if Ole Miss wins on Thursday night, that they have ever won 10 games in a regular season. And so, you know, some some pretty good storylines there. Yeah. Let let's do this. We've got uh, we got 3 minutes to the break. Let's let's go rapid fire bounce around all the other stuff that happened this weekend. Okay. We'll talk about Mississippi State's win over Tennessee State and Ole Miss uh Ole Miss's win over Vanderbilt when we come back. Uh and then we'll just really jump headlong into the uh, to the Egg Bowl. So, Ohio State just absolutely blasted Michigan State. I'm not suggesting necessarily that you uh, you sign up with Michael Borky for financial advising services, but on that one particular tip that he gave you about a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, when the odds of C.J. Stroud winning the Heisman Trophy were plus 1,600, I hope you took the, uh, took the, the tip because he is now the odds on betting favorite Borky to win that trophy. And he's play, I mean, he's just simply playing like it right now. I mean, what a difference uh, from uh, what we saw early in the season to now. But the thing is about him, obviously he's making all of the plays and all of the throws, but I think right now it is, I think it's fair to say almost inarguable that Ohio State has the best collection of offensive talent in college mm-hmm. football. Between no the running back room and the way Stroud's playing and that offensive line that protects him so well and that group of receivers, nobody has that collection of offensive talent in America, and they are just humming right now. They could have scored 100 points if they really wanted to against Michigan State. They laid down. They played three quarterbacks. They could not have cared less in the second half. It was that dominant. I was blown away at the stark difference in athleticism between those two teams. Mark Packer has a way of referring to good wide receivers and good wide receiving groups, and I think he would refer to Ohio State this way, calls them a bunch of frisbee-catching dogs. I mean, they have got some frisbee-catching dogs at Ohio State. You throw it out there, and they will absolutely go get it. They'll go get it. And, and look, C.J. Stroud, yes, he's got weapons, but he's making good throws. The, the throw that he made early to Alave in that seam route, oh, my goodness, only spot you can throw it, and he throws it on a dime. Sort of taking it from Will Rogers, but like just because you have players around you, just because you have a good system for quarterbacks, you still got to make the throw. Got to get it to him. You absolutely got to get them to him. Um, Borky, you wrote Alabama struggled with Arkansas, and I think that's fair because you look at the final score and it's a touchdown game. I was impressed with Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, 
And, and, and so, yes, yes, while Alabama struggled with them, the, the thing that I came away with, my goodness, every time Alabama threw a punch, and by the way, Bryce Young set a single-game passing record for yards in the win over the Razorbacks for Alabama, man, Arkansas had an answer over and over and over. Quick timeout. We'll continue the conversation. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming with you. Supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, live today from Visit Oxford. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion on your afternoon commute, but if that changes and you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. River Trust Federal Credit Union. On game day, the Bulldogs bring the noise. And with a powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can bring whatever you want, whenever you need it. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and the Bulldogs, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. They call this the Egg Bowl. This series started in 1901, but it was so bloody. There were so many fights between players and students and fans that both 
schools got together and decided that maybe if they could award a trophy of some nature, it could calm this series down. And so they made a gold-shaped football back in 1927, and that's why they call this the Egg Bowl. The winner gets that trophy. And you know the great thing about that is since they made a gold-shaped football trophy, they got rid of fights forever. Never had to worry about that again. Never became a thing. One of those peaceful, most respectful rivalries in all of college football. Do you think the sculptor of that gold-shaped football was intoxicated? Because it doesn't look a lot like a football. It kind of looks like an egg. Back in the old days. Big old, you know. And they would shot put it forward and call that innovation. Yes. Yes, prior to the advent of the forward pass. Yeah, back when you know, it was illegal. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. It is Egg Bowl Week. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. Just a couple of other quick storylines before we jump into uh, Mississippi State's riveting win over Tennessee State. <laughs> and uh, Ole Miss, man, you want to talk about a boring game. That was boring on well, Saturday night in Oxford. Yeah. Yes. The, the Ole Miss-Vanderbilt game was just plain Boring, but if you're an Ole Miss fan, it was a win to uh, to get to nine and two on the season. Oregon and Utah, Ooh. there was a uh, there was a slap. That was another Michael Borky prediction, was it not? There was a slap that happened in Salt Lake City, and it was not delivered by the Ducks. The Ducks got slapped by the Utes. They did. They did. What's a Ute? Somebody from Utah. Oh. I-, I believe. Which is fitting. I think I think he didn't get the reference. He's he's young. He's too young for that though. It's uh, yeah. So the Pac-12 now eliminated from They're the college out. football playoffs. So now the ACC and the Pac-12 have been officially eliminated from the college football playoff. Get ready for this, guys. Hey, tell me about the alliance of very very we very have good eliminated friends. Eliminated nearly two thirds of the alliance. And, and you know ESPN is so frustrated because Cincinnati, as long as they win their next two games against East Carolina and Houston. And if Cincinnati plays the way they did on Saturday, they're going to win both of those games by a lot. They yeah. are making the college football playoff. It will happen. They will make it. I agree that that is very, very likely. Um, the only thing that could perhaps throw some cold water on that is is Oklahoma State. I mean, is, is that the, the only chance for somebody to just go, you know what, this team's better? That's the chance. They do have a loss, though. But here's the thing. If Georgia I, – I, th- I don't think it's if. I think when Georgia beats Alabama, mm-hmm. then, then there's no argument. Then there's really no argument. You know, the, the, the argument only comes in Ohio State keeps rolling, Alabama beats Georgia, or Georgia beats Alabama close – and then Oklahoma State just obliterates Oklahoma twice in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't see it at this point. And frankly, I kind of think Cincinnati deserves a shot. I don't think it's going to go particularly well for Cincinnati when they meet Georgia or Ohio State. By the way, if you had a vote for the college football playoff, if you were on that committee, would you vote Ohio State too? Yes, no doubt. Yeah, they're, they're, they're clearly the second-best team. I'd go Georgia 1, Ohio, Ohio State, State 2, two. Bama 3, and then, I don't pick, know. Pick your poison. Cincinnati, Cincinnati at 4. four yeah, I think I'd put Cincinnati at 4. So. I agree with that. Because remember, uh, going into the season, uh, when we talked about the playoff and Cincinnati went undefeated last year and so did Coastal, and how can these teams get in the playoff? And the answer was schedule Power 5 games, win them, and also win the rest. Well, Cincinnati 
scheduled two Power 5 games, won them both, and are presumably going to win the rest, that deserves a playoff spot. That was the criteria that was laid out last year. Yeah, they've they've done what they were asked to do. And frankly, in their biggest game, Cincinnati has had a little bit of an issue playing to the level of its competition. But boy, did they raise their game this past week and looked impressive okay. in uh, in that win. Uh, Before you go to the, the next one, which is the big story. There's one more thing, yeah. There's there's two more things. We have to give USM a shout-out. Yes! Getting the win on a Friday night in Ruston, Louisiana. Got the dub. Frank Gore Jr. doing it all. That, that was a, that. That's the kind of win Will Hall, he desperately needed it. Needed Chance to it, finish on a two-game win. And three. now you got a great opportunity to win your final two. So you get one early. You go through that long drought of not playing well and injuries on top of injuries on top of injuries. And then you say, you know what? Let's go see if we can win a couple of football games. We're just going to do something different because why not? What why not? difference does it make? And Frank Gore Jr. and the rest of those guys pulled together, played really well against Louisiana Tech. Yeah. Kind of hurt him. Kind of, kind of punched him in the mouth. Which you know, Will Hall loved. Oh, had to love it. Oh, no doubt. So, congrats to the Golden Eagles. That's a good win. And I think they're getting number uh, number three on the year, number two in a row when they uh, when they have FIU coming yeah. up this weekend. So that'd be a a great way to finish it out for for Southern Miss. And then uh, Dan Mullen's unemployed. Uh, yeah. He uh, the thing is. Yes, he went to the SEC Championship last year and 11 games the year prior. That should not get you fired the next year. However, the way he managed that game was atrocious. Could you imagine if Lane Kiffin or Mike Leach in a tie football game had the ball with a minute left on your own 30-ish yard line? I don't remember the exact yard line. It was in their own territory, but they had a minute left and did not even try to get into field goal or Hail Mary range. Could you imagine what the mood around here would be like if Lane Kiffin on Thursday or Mike Leach on Thursday in a tie game got the ball minute left and did not try to even move the football down the field at all? Didn't try. Could you imagine that? So to take off of Borky's point and something that everybody's favorite guy, Dan Wolkin, said about how it's ridiculous he got fired, you don't have to win the national championship every year. All right? You don't. Yep. But at Florida, you have to compete for it. You have to compete for it every year. You have to be 9, 10, 11 wins every year at Florida. It has to be that way. He's going to be at 6 at best. Probably not. Well, I guess he, he's, he's done. He's done. But they're going to be 6 at best, 5 at worst, and not go to a bowl. That is not acceptable at Florida. What you did last year, if he had won the national title, maybe it buys him another year. An SEC East championship doesn't buy you anything at Florida. It's a $10 gift card. It's nothing. So well, it was McIlwain that went to back-to-back SEC and was fired championship the games year. and was fired the next now, year he because they looked. He was being loony and he was making out with a shark. But regardless of that, you can't. Yeah, he got caught lying about death threats. Yeah. That was a- SEC East championships are like Independence Bowls to Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So Mullen's out. There you go. By the way, there's somebody. I'm sure you probably could have to, but I predicted that. Yeah, no. Uh, in 2017. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you – well, okay, yeah, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. When no, it happened, you said was it wasn't like, going to last. I was like, there's no way it's going to work. Well, four years. I, I will say that the people that are saying, oh, what a what a bum, they offered him the opportunity to coach the last game of the year, and he declined. Um, I'm actually going to defend Dan Mullen here. They fired him. 
Everybody screenshot this. I, I, I'm sorry. They, they fired him. They said, you will not be coaching this team anymore, but if you want to coach it one last time, you're welcome to. And he goes, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, that may have been I'm exactly good. what he said in that voice. And I don't blame him. Look, man, you, you fired me. If I'm not the guy for your program anymore, then I'm not the guy for your program. Write me my check, and I'll go get another job. I'm just excited he wanted to talk to the team on the way out this time. Yeah. Well, you know, change, you, change of pace. You live and you learn. Mississippi State 55-10 to over Tennessee State on Saturday morning. They were up 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. It was 35 to nothing at the half. It was 49 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. And they gave up 10 in the fourth. Had a uh, had Fire six everybody. Points, 55 to 10 the final. Will Rogers uh, 28 to 34, 391, five touchdowns, no picks. Bulldogs ran it as a team 15 times in the ball game. I did have one observation on uh, on Saturday night on the Ole Miss broadcast. Yeah, uh, I am quite confident that the team Ole Miss plays next uh, next Thursday night mm-hmm. will not rush the ball 50 times as the Vanderbilt Commodores did on Saturday night in Oxford. Well, if we get a monsoon, they might. But other than I that, doubt it. Even then, I don't. I think, doubt it. I don't think Lee should be talked into it. No 50? way. Fifty. No uh, way. Yeah. I am closer to you right now than any Tennessee State player was to Will Rogers at any point during the game. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the pocket was clean the whole game, and that and you see the numbers for that. And obviously, it's Tennessee State. You don't want to take too much from that, but another great game for Will Rogers. Yeah, three touchdown catches for Austin Williams. Makai Polk led the way with nine catches for a buck ten and a touchdown. Malik Heath two for eighty seven and a touchdown. Austin Williams four catches went for seventy five yards. Got a bunch of guys involved over the uh, the course of the afternoon. Your friends were doing radio here. What's going uh, they, on? Well, I appreciate that they're listening and realize. I mean, he started honking before he even got to us. I he must he be listening. With you. Perhaps so. Perhaps. So three records fell. We've got, or not fell, one's tied. Makai Polk now tied with Fred Ross for the single-season receptions record. He'll break that with his first catch against uh, Ole Miss. And then Will Rogers now the single-season passing record for for yards and touchdowns. Obviously, he'll be piling on uh, to those with two more games to go. Yeah. That's, uh, Has a legit chance to be the second-leading passer in SEC history in a single season behind Joe Burrow. And he with a... Uh, and will probably also be the uh, the leading passer for an FBS school in the state of Mississippi's history. Who do, who do you think it is? Leading passer for an FBS, FBS school. Steve, no, 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 no that's FCS. Um, One Chad Kelly? It's not. It's Nick Mullins. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Sports Talk Mississippi coming up next. Ben Beckwith will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. We'll talk about Ole Miss and Vanderbilt in the final segment of the hour after we talk with Ben Beckwith. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day. Sunny skies, high near 62. Tonight, clear and cold, low around 34. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 61. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 39. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. 
If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank you. From Salamookies Jackson, thank you. Thank you for always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank Thank you you so so much. much. From Broad Street Bakery, we thank you. Thank you for your support. Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online. 3in1giftcard.com Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi's super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get Thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12 13 I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. One of the biggest shopping days of the year is the day after Thanksgiving, but don't forget about Small Business Saturday the day after. It began in 2010 to help local businesses recover from the Great Recession and quickly grew into a Thanksgiving weekend tradition. Changes are being made to the state medical examiner's office, which oversees autopsies, particularly in criminal cases and homicides. DPS Commissioner Sean Tendall told us they were dealing with an increased workload at the same time they were trying to whittle down a backlog of unfinished autopsy reports. We've had some backlogs. Uh, we've, we've had autopsy reports that have been outstanding since 2011. Uh, so we've been trying to put some policies and procedures together to uh, eliminate the backlog yeah. and then make sure that it doesn't happen again. Dr. Stacy Turner has been appointed chief medical examiner. They've also appointed four new medical examiner investigators. Last year was a very tough year for the restaurant business, but our family of restaurants want to say to you, thank you. From Salamookies Jackson, thank you. Thank you for always coming back. Thank you from all of us at Bravo. Thank Thank you so much. much. From Broad Street Bakery, we thank you. Thank you for your support. 
Another way we can say thank you is our annual gift card sale. Buy three, get one free, and 10% we give to charity. You can buy them at the restaurants or online, 3in1giftcard.com. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo. Every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. The Egg Bowl. Ole Miss. Mississippi State. The battle for the golden egg. You think this one won't go down in the books as one of the classics of the Ole Miss Mississippi State Series? It really has to. No matter how it comes out, no matter who wins it, this has been one whale of a football game. A rivalry steeped in history. One of the longest uninterrupted series in the country. And it's what the entire state talks about every fall. Waiting for the snap. There it is. It is placed down. There's the kick. It turns. It turns. It is no good. And that ball was held up by the wind. Blew it completely to the left of the kicker in the goal post. He was plenty high and plenty long. This is unbelievable. It is a rivalry series that has more storylines than we could ever get to in a week. We're going to do our best with you on Sports Talk Mississippi this week. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky. Time to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. A Mississippi native who played at Mississippi State and had one heck of a head of hair. Ben Beckwith joins us right now. Former offensive lineman at Mississippi State. Ben, haven't seen you post-football. I have to know, is the hair like it was in 2014? Or uh, have you changed things up a little bit? Man, it is. Uh, it's it's extremely. Uh, you know, it's one extreme to the other. I have a a fade and a and kind of a, a a business casual cut now, and I'm about 80 pounds lighter, so I look a lot different. <laughs> well, there, there you go. Good for you. Hey, I want to start here because this is to me one of the coolest things that we have in college football. You were a Burlesworth Award finalist in 2014. Uh, it's uh, an award that was named after Brandon Burlesworth that uh, at Arkansas, former walk-on that turned into a great player, uh, tragically gone far too soon. I'm curious, maybe in real time in 2014, when you were nominated for that award, and maybe even more so looking back. Did that have a, a significant impact on you? Did that feel like a big deal? Well, I tell, I, I kind of tell the story because this comes up a lot, and a lot of people are not aware of it more than they, you know, they really should be. I mean, it's a national award; it's, it's a huge honor, and it's, and it's, you know, in place of someone that, that did some tremendous things on the field. But um, I tell everybody, you know, I was, I was an All SEC player, I was All American, uh, you know, Lineman of the Week, all this other stuff. And I said, and then people ask me, what was your favorite nomination or favorite award? And I always tell them it was that one. 
due to the fact of it kind of gives the backdrop of what you know what it what all happened in my career as far as starting as a walk on and then leaving as a all SEC All American you know starter and, and being a you know a major contributor to a good team and. I think that award kind of bundles that whole description up into one. When you tell someone that actually does know what the Burlesworth Trophy is, they kind of perk up a little bit. Like, man, that's pretty impressive, you know. So, and then it, you know to go along with it, I know we got a guy that's up for it, and and that year our fans were tremendous. I actually won the fan vote and uh, and came in second in in, in voting in general uh, for that award, and uh, lost to a great receiver from East Carolina. And, uh, you know, it was the whole experience was awesome going up there and seeing his, you know, his locker that's kind of, you know, glass case and then knowing the story. And then the movie came out a couple of years later. So it's all kind of, it's gotten, kind of gotten bigger and more people are more, you know, recognize it more than I guess in the past for whatever reason. But, uh, so, yeah, it was a great honor. I enjoyed every minute of that. And that's probably one of my favorite accolades, uh, from, from college. So, so Ben, I love what you said there because it, for people that know the history of the Burlesworth Award, you said it paints the backdrop for what you accomplished. So, so how did you do it? How did you go from walk on at Benton Academy in 2010 to you're playing on special teams a little bit at 11 and playing on special teams a lot, and then as you said, finishing as an All SEC and uh, offensive lineman and an All American as well? How'd you do that, man? It's- a lot of it was probably, uh, air, you know, I, I say this trying to say it in the right way. It was kind of, you know, betting on myself, a little arrogant maybe. You know, a kid from a – I think I had 17 or 18 kids on my high school football team. And, um, wow. Just from a small town and, you know, just had everything stacked against me and always kind of had those naysayers that always told me I was crazy. You know, they you know, told me I should go to the local junior college and play football and do – and, you know, put, do the role like all, you know, so many others have done, which not trying to downplay that. That's a great, you know, a great way to do things. But I kind of had a different path in mind for myself and I bet on myself and my family luckily, you know, supported me and, and had the, the means to send me to a four year university without a scholarship. And, and, you know, I just got up there and I had a chip on my shoulder and I, and I wanted to prove everyone wrong as bad as that is to say. I just want, and that, that motivated me almost more than, getting on the field at times when I, in my early career was just to get out and there were times when I, in 2010 when I was sitting in the stands as a player for Mississippi State and not on the sidelines like I had to watch the game from the stands and that just motivated me even more and I, I think I earned a lot of respect you know my first year or two on campus when nobody really knew who I was as far as in, in, internally as far as coaches and players and I think if you talk to anybody now that, you know, that I think they recognize what I did in my early days as far as off-season training and earning the respect of, of the coaches and players and, and then earning a role. You know, we, most of our class that year redshirted besides, I think, two players. Um, and then, you know, from 11 to 14, we all pretty well played, you know, a, a bunch of snaps as a whole. And, um, you know, like you said, the significant snaps on, on special teams and things that, Coach Mullen wanted me to kind of be the leader on certain things, on shield, on punt, which is pretty important to him, and things like that. That internally, a lot of guys respected more than your average, you know, uh, Saturday college football fan. But and then it led me to my junior year when I was actually a backup going into the Oklahoma State game, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd been put on scholarship, all that, so all that was accomplished. And my main goal then was to be a a guy that you know that we the team could lean on and and be a, a role player and be a leader. And, uh, and then when Justin went down against Oklahoma State, everything just kind of fell in place. 
Um, as bad as an injury is, it gave me an opportunity to prove myself, and I never let that you never let go of that spot. I started the, the rest of my career at right guard, and then one game at center, and uh, the rest is history, man. It, it, it wrote my book and has has taken me places that I never fathomed I would go, and got to go to the NFL, and, and have had a blessed life ever since. And, and like I said, I always tell people I take advantage of of being in the right place at the right time, and you know having kind of recognition in that circle especially in the state and and it's kind of trampolined me into you know a successful career out of football and and, uh have a great family and son and everything's been great so and i I, mississippi state gave me all that so i I have nothing nothing but great things to say about that and i could go on for days about but uh i I hope that gives you kind of a yeah no doubt what you're asking so absolutely great answer ben look we got to talk about the egg bowl now it's time to talk about 2013 and that (laughs) incredible game obviously i thought you wanted to talk about 2014 no we didn't want to talk about that one at all no Uh, no let's not let's not do that (laughs) so so that game ben you know being in the stands, everybody thinks Dak Prescott's not playing. And obviously right. the story of that game is he comes in in the fourth quarter and just sort of come off out of the bullpen to get the win. As When did the team know he was going to be able to go? I think uh, – I'm trying to remember this right. If, if I remember correctly, and I, and I could butcher this some, uh, but I, I don't think anyone, uh, including the coaching staff, anticipated – I think there was a plan in place whereas if Damian – you know, came in and just absolutely struggled and was, you know, caught in the moment, couldn't do anything that we would, you know, maybe go to that. But the way it all kind of unfolded, I don't think anybody anticipated it going down that way. You know, I think they, you know, I think that was worst case scenario and worst case scenario happened. Um, and Damien did a, you know, uh, love Damien to death. He did a great job, but there was a moment in that game when everything was starting to kind of switch. We, you know, we held momentum for so long that game. And then all of a sudden, there's a few things that happen, and then bam! If, if we don't put Dak in, if, if you know if Dakota doesn't come in the game, uh, I don't know that we don't. You know, I don't think we win that game. Um, but to, to answer your question, long story short, no, I don't think any. I mean, I, I know I didn't anticipate it, and when it happened, you know, it just brought juice to the stadium, to the team, to the everything, and it just changed the whole outlook of the game. Uh, thank God, uh, you know, Dak. Probably shouldn't have took that. You know, he you know he couldn't feel his fingers, and I mean, he had all kind of issues. And, and I think that just shows you how how much of a leader he is. Whether he, you know he put his health aside, whether he should have or not, that's a different different story for a different day. But he did, and he came in and he he won that game for us. Not to say by himself, but uh, and, you know, in a major role, he did. I mean, without him, I still don't think. We win that game. So. Ben, you you alluded to it. It felt different. We've only got about a minute to the break. Do you have time, by the way, to hang with us through the break and spend a few more with, minutes with us? Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, yeah, good. Let me, let me ask you this quickly before the break. About a minute left. You alluded to this when he came onto the field, and I, I remember vividly the the momentum or the the mood in the stadium changed. Did you guys all of a sudden go? We know how this one's turning out. We're winning this game, period. Don't know how, but we're going to do it. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those, like you said, no, we, no, I didn't have a vision of how, you know, I didn't have a, uh, you know, we're going to run this play, do this thing, or this whatever. I just knew that I knew Dakota. I knew he's one of my best friends in the world, still is. And I, I said, man, look, I mean, we all as O-line looked at each other when, when Mullen and Hevesy told us that, you know, hey, they're going. You know, Dak's going in the game. You got to protect your butt off. You know, you got to do whatever you got to do because the guy's hurt. And then everybody on the sideline, you immediately felt juice. You immediately felt it in the stands. You immediately, 
I mean, like you said, I mean, as a fan, I'm sure you saw it. I mean, it just you, – you had a feeling something special was about to happen, and nonetheless it did, you know, on that – on that fourth down run that I still didn't know was fourth down and, and then the fumble on, uh, on the, you know, with Nico and all that. So it was just, uh, it was, it was, it was surreal. It was one of those moments I'll remember the rest of my life. Cause I, I think, I think going into that game, we were, we were big underdogs, I think, if I remember correctly, but, um, maybe I, maybe I'm visioning that wrong. I think maybe we, we had ourselves as underdogs in my mind. Maybe we were also on the, on the line, the betting line and all that too. So. Ben, hold that thought just for a second. We're going to take a quick timeout, come back and we'll talk about this year's game visiting with Ben Beckwith, former offensive lineman at Mississippi State. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion on your afternoon commute, but if that changes and you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. River Trust Federal Credit Union. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We're located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh-cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Calories is, calories is, everything for home and garden, that's what calories is. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Looking for the perfect gift? Get them a shirt from Untuck It. Now you can get up to 50% off with the Black Friday sale happening right now at Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked. They're the easiest way to keep them looking sharp and feeling comfortable comfortable you can't go wrong with our super soft flannels and wrinkle-free shirts so don't miss it up to 50 percent off for a limited time only find the perfect gift for every guy in your list at untuckit.com or 80 plus untuckit stores untuckit shirts designed to be worn untucked when it comes to your business it solutions smarter is better 
Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Bull is just days away, and this is your spot for late-breaking news on State and Ole Miss. Sports Talk Mississippi on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk app, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. You know, one of the things about good offensive linemen is they have the ability to adjust on the fly, even when there's a quarterback, even when their quarterback screws it up. So Ben Beckwith is actually going to jump back on with us later in the four o'clock hour because we're going to talk to him a little bit about this year's matchup in the Egg Bowl and a little bit about his relationship with Dak that that he touched on as well. Uh, We had a message somebody wanted us to uh, ask them about. uh, uh, Dak and Ben in Omaha at the uh, College World yeah. Series this uh, past when year. When Mississippi State won the national title. Yeah, thank you. Okay, we got that out of the way. We can move on. We're, we're, we're good. Set, put it on the board. All right. Uh, Kenny Ferris joins us right now. She is the director of Visit Oxford and is uh, kind enough to have us today. Always good to see you and good to be here. Yeah, it's good to see you guys, and I'm glad to have you right here in our front yard. Every other year, it, it, it's a different feeling, right? I mean, it, it, the Oxford feels much different this particular week when the Egg Bowl is here versus when it is in Starkville. Obviously, it's on the road this year, so what's going on? Yes, it's it's much different when it's not here, but with three home games in a row, I think that everybody is, is kind of glad to have that reprieve and a little rest um, for the holiday week, but um, yeah, it just gives us more time to gear up for the holidays and shopping right after um, Thanksgiving. So, Which all of that is here, obviously, uh, Friday after Thanksgiving is a massive shopping day for, uh, for local retailers. On the square, away from the square, all throughout Lafayette County, a, a big opportunity for folks and something that retailers really count on. Yeah, absolutely. We um, we do a big push um, to get our locals to stay here for um, the Friday after, and a lot of the retailers will do different, um, you know, sales and gimmicks and things to get everybody to come in. And um, it's kind of become a big tradition among families that are in the area to come into Oxford and um, shop in our different districts. And we welcome them with open arms for sure. So um, it's really all weekend long. But the holiday season doesn't end. It kind of begins at that point. In fact, maybe even has begun already with lights up and things that are happening 
So December first, we've been talking about holly jolly holidays yes. with the uh, with the visit Oxford uh, live read for a couple of weeks now. So that gets started on December first. What is coming up with holly jolly holidays? Oh my goodness, it's so much. So last year we started this kind of out of the pandemic, just um, something that we could do that would be fun. Um, That's a bad word. We don't use oriented. that word. No, no pandemic. pandemic. Okay. Well, now that we're past that word, um, <laughs> we're making it a little bigger and dark better. Time. That's right. The bad times. Um, so, yeah, now that we are kind of able to, to get a little more back to normal, which is kind of a joke, it seems like it's bigger and better. But uh, we're doing ice skating from December 1st through the 12th. Okay. Um, it will not be on the square this year, but we will have some other things happening on the square. And we're going to take the ice skating. Um, it's going to be real ice. Richard, I think you were there last year. It was yeah, it was, it was like ice. the hard plastic That's deal, right. which is it was cool, fun. but it's not like skating in Central Park That's either. right. That's right. So we are going to do real ice, and we need that to last a little longer. We're going to do it down at the City Pavilion, which is on the corner of Bramlett and University. So kind of right across okay. the street from Cheney's, if you're familiar with Oxford. Um, you'll know right where that is. And so it can be covered, but still outdoors. And um, we've got some fun lights there. And um, we're going to have all kinds of events, especially on the weekends and some during the weeknights. All right. So when does the ice skating happen? So it is December 1st through the 12th. Okay. So it's the, the full it's run the all the full way. full time. And to get the hours and everything, just go to the website or our social media to, to find out all about that. Are you an ice skater, Hayden? As you could probably guess, I am not. You're not? No. You ever tried? No, but I got well, a bad Well, then you thing. might be. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll come up here for it. I have a question. Yes. Why is it not hotty toddy holidays? Oh, good idea. See? I could be making a million-dollar idea. You really could be. Yeah. No, it was... Um, we actually went through a lot of different names, and um, our tourism council kind of helped us pick this one. So, I'll I'll take that back. I like holly jolly but... stuff, so... Yeah, there you go. We're holly jolly. jolly. Yeah. Um, big yeah, Christmas guy. So... I love Christmas. Right. So yeah, ice skating all twelve days. Um, we've got some different like birthday parties that could happen during this time. So all kinds of stuff that can happen. Um, and then we're going to kick it off with college night with DJ Mario first night and the college so, students. So, so December first, college students discount on the ice rink yeah. with DJ Mario. DJ Mario. Yeah, it's going to be that a might, good time. There, there, there will be a vibe that night. <laughs> there will be a vibe. You Give your old student come. ID, Richard. You can. No. no, they confiscated my student ID upon upon graduation. That's a different story. All right, so what do we have besides ice skating? Okay, so um, from December first through twelfth, the OPC's letters to Santa. Okay. Um, we'll be outside, so come and bring your letters to Santa when you come ice skating. Um, on Sunday the fifth, we're gonna have a live ice carving so come that day if you want to see that on the saturdays we'll have santa up at visit oxford and we'll have carriage rides so to get all the times for all that stuff just go to our website and then we'll be shuttling with the double decker bus in between website is visit oxford ms.com.com yep you got it oxford ms.com and if you're in the area stop by the uh the visit oxford cottage at 1013 jackson avenue you got it Great okay. to see you as always, Kenny. Thanks yeah, for having thanks, us. Guys. Kenny Ferris from Visit Oxford. She makes it all happen. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We will be right back.
listening to WFMN for Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at I'm Roger Stern. Closing arguments today in the murder trial of three white men who shot black jogger Ahmed Arbery in Georgia. Defense attorney Jason Sheffield says the three were trying to make a citizen's arrest because they suspected Arbery in a local burglary. They told you that what was happening in their neighborhood scared them. It caused them concern. It was unsettling. The prosecutor says Arbery was trying to flee and posed no threat to his attackers. A new report finds overwhelming evidence that New York's then-Governor Andrew Cuomo engaged in sexual harassment. The report, put together by the State Assembly Judiciary Committee, also finds he wasn't fully transparent on the number of COVID-19 nursing home deaths and that he ordered state employees to help with his book. Fox's Pam Puso, a Cuomo spokesperson, denies the allegations. America is listening to Fox News. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum, invites you to our holiday open house, Saturday, November 20th, and our Christmas by the Candlelight Tour on December 3rd. These events are open to the public and holiday trains begin running on December 1st. Bring the whole family and enjoy these events while visiting. Take a tour of Mississippi history through our two museums located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Come enjoy the holiday fun at two Mississippi museums. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The number of Americans quitting their jobs hit a record high in September, while job openings stayed above pre-pandemic levels. Ashley Edwards, president of the Gulf Coast Business Council, dug into the data. About half of the jobs where people quit over August and September uh, were actually baby boomers who retired. He says as they leave their jobs, we'll see a tremendous turnover, especially in manufacturing in our state. You know, the, the other piece of it really has been because of the opportunities, workers have all the leverage right now. And so, especially at the lower ends of the pay scale, you've seen a ton of openings uh, because workers have found the opportunity to move up. Today is the deadline for President Biden's federal employee vaccine mandate. The White House says more than 90% have received at least one dose. Another 5% are in compliance because they have a valid exception or extension request. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Opioid addiction is affecting friends, family members, and neighbors in nearly every community in our state. So if you or someone you know is battling addiction, you are not alone. And if you believe that together we can end this opioid crisis, then you can join Mississippians across the state who are standing up, speaking out, and making a difference. To get help, learn more about treatment options, or find out what you can do today, visit StandUpMS.org. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. 
Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Available at participating dealers while supplies last. A couple of suspects are under arrest after an armed robbery and police chase in Jackson County. 27-year-old Xavier Spivery of Pascagoula and 30-year-old Faith Pritchett of Mobile allegedly held up a Dollar General in Big Point Saturday night. Deputies spotted their car at a light, but Spivery gave chase. Spivery eventually ran into the woods. He was brought in with help of a canine. Pritchett stayed in the car. Both are being held without bond. Fifty years after the Waltons were first welcomed into homes across the country comes the TV movie The Waltons Homecoming. It's going to air on the CW Sunday night at 7. Producing the movie was a labor of love for Mississippi native Sam Haskell. All the living cast members were invited to the Hollywood premiere. And there were tears and cheers. And they said we were very skeptical as to how we would feel about seeing this. We know that people that don't know the Waltons are seeing such a wonderful, wonderful program, but we were very skeptical, but no longer. I'm Kelly Bennett. As you give thanks this holiday season, remember those whose hard work helped make your gathering possible. From the roof over your head to the food on your table like the turkey, sweet potato casserole, cream corn, and delicious pecan pie. Our Mississippi farmers deserve a collective thank you. May God bless our farmers across the state with a bountiful harvest and your family this holiday season. This message is brought to you by the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation and Farm Families of Mississippi. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Mississippi State and Ole Miss getting set on this series between these two schools that dates back to 1901. And since the year 1915, with the exception of World War II years, these teams have met on an annual basis. It's a foot race, and Walton is going to go all the way. That's running room toward the goal line, and the corner scores. Rapid in maroon and white. This ball game is officially in the record book. Picked off by Ole Miss. Down the sidelines goes Bridges. He's taking it to the house. Touchdown, Rebel! Is it Will East who did these promos? Yes. They are fantastic if you're listening to Will. I can't get enough of them. They're really, really good. Even the the, the stuff I don't want to hear is good. <laughs> you, you cringed on Artie Crosby. I've I, I, I made a visual. You, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Today on this Monday of Egg Bowl week, 
We're coming to you live from the uh, the cottage right outside Visit Oxford, 1013 Jackson Avenue. If you're in the area, stop by, say hello. We'd love to uh, to chat with you as we count it down to Thursday night. Thanksgiving night, Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Great conversation with uh, Mississippi State offensive lineman, former Mississippi State offensive lineman Ben Beckwith in the 3 o'clock hour. We are joined now and by... coming back. The vo- yeah, yeah, we're going to circle back with Ben. Chinsaki, sorry. Uh, we'll talk again with Ben <laughs> later this hour to kind of wrap up that conversation. That's the truth, though. As uh, I had more, uh, yeah, that we actually <laughs> we will talk with him. Neil Price is going to join us in the 5 o'clock hour, but the voice of the Rebels, David Kellum, joins us right now in person. If it was on the phone, to be on the Farm Bureau phone line, but he is in person. What's up, my man? Well, I can call you from right here if you want me to, but uh, look at these people blowing at you guys. That guy uh, just tweeted at me. He said he was going to circle the block just so he could yell hell state at you. <laughs> oh, so, real yeah. good. I'm glad, glad that he did. But thanks for listening. Hey, That's Ben's good. interview was great, by the way. I yeah. listened to it on the way in. Yeah. And uh, it makes you really appreciate uh, players that come from small schools that, know, that you know, recruiters aren't real sure, you know, and they get that chance and they, they explode. I think of Patrick Willis at Ole Miss is a great example yeah. of that too uh so that was really good to, to get that chance and take advantage of it we've spent the entire football season really kind of building up to this week and there's so many years david where the egg bowl has been you know three and eight old miss four and seven mississippi state or a couple of five win teams trying to get to a sixth win for bowl eligibility it's so much more fun when the stakes are high, and the I, stakes I are high this year. I agree totally. I don't pull for the Bulldogs, but if they happen to have a good record, you know. You're kidding. <laughs> no, but you know what, idiot? You know, we sit there, we get one's got three, one's got four. We think we're playing for all the marbles, and everybody outside's looking at us like, man, they get awfully excited about this game. But it doesn't matter what the record is with us in the state. I mean, we, we, you know, it's important to try to get the win and have bragging rights for the next year. But you, I do like it. I like it a whole lot better when both teams have have something on the line or you, know, you look at the Iron Bowl all these years those two teams are always battling for a little bit higher level thing than we are I hope that Ole Miss and Mississippi State too can get to the level where these games are you know a little bit more significant and uh, from a national standpoint from an impactful standpoint I mean, Ole Miss is going to this one with a good shot at being in the Sugar Bowl State could mess that up I mean we'll see Mississippi State's trying to you know get to a better bowl as well and it's it's going to be interesting you know, funny you're talking about Artie Crosby my wife and I go to that one hey dad as students we're sitting in the end zone Okay, in Jackson. Hey, Dad does not look interested in this story, by the way. I've already heard it today. I was on with Gerard earlier, and he was telling the same Same story. Go ahead. Okay, so Artie kicks it. Mm -hmm. And as it goes, I tell Mary, I said, oh, he split up right. We just got beat. And this weird perspective, I'm not doing play-by-play. I'm not in the sweet press box. I'm in the opposite end zone. Mm -hmm. And I see the ball go, and uh, the state fans on this side just start roaring. And then I saw the ball fall in front of the goalpost. And I told my wife, I said, he missed it. It fell in front of the goalpost. She said, how did he miss it? I don't know, but he missed it. And the state fans die. And the old man says, ah. That was the weirdest moment in sports. It was just a goofy deal. What I told Gerard is, if that happened in 2013 instead of 1983, you'd have watched that clip five million times. Yeah. Yeah. But because it happened back then, I mean, it's on YouTube. Yeah. If you really want to look it up, and I don't. (laughs) But nobody knows about it. And that's one of the craziest innings to a college football game of all time. Wait, was it the Stan Torgerson call where, where Stan he goes, it's it. good, it's good, it is no, no good. good. Yeah, I mean, because they saw they saw it too. And you, I was going around you the watch the clip, it looks like it crossed the goal 
post or the you know the crossbar and came back and so then there was an argument that would be all over twitter too David there was an argument about that field goal was good <laughs> yeah I know. Well, there was an argument about across. i mean it, it could <laughs> well at that point through it, it, it back. people didn't plane. really know it people broke didn't the know plane, richard yeah. <laughs> there was a big question did it break yeah. the plane if it breaks the plane does it count i mean you know <laughs> i think that's how it works with the uprights no, it, doesn't, it, doesn't. Uh, it was crazy though. we that talked was with uh, with john darnell on uh, on friday about the 1989 game which was your first season doing play-by-play uh, about the fight that happened in the third quarter. And he said, Richard, he said, that it, it spanned goal line to goal line. And I, I said, well, you obviously weren't in it. He said, no. He said, but I felt like I had a role. He said, we were on headsets, and we were like, uh, you got 17 down there at the 22-yard line. He's got three guys on him. And it was like they were giving directions on who needed help, <laughs> who needed how to help, help your guys. To break them up. What do you remember about that 1989 game, which was the last one, uh, 1990. 1990. I'm sorry, 1990, yeah. which was last your second year doing yeah, play-by-play play in Jackson. That was uh, was that the uh, – they run they run together on me. That was the one – the 89 was the fight, though, right? 90 was the fight. 90, 90 was the fight. 90, 90, 90 was, was the fight, fight, and that was the last year it was played in Jackson. Yeah. Uh, it, the fight the, – the weird thing about the fight being that late in the game, you know, we had, we've had pregame fights – before, yeah, uh, one really bad one. Deuce was at uh, Ole Miss, and that thing was interesting. But uh, I just remembered that the, the physicality of that game, the intenseness on both sides of, from a fan standpoint, it, it just everything just kind of culminates. Kind of like our Tennessee deal this year, to be honest with you. Uh, Tennessee was ready to just boo. They wanted to boo. They wanted to boo Kiffin. They wanted to boo everything about him and the whole nine yards. So we get the bottle incidents and all that stuff. But uh, I like it when we don't have a lot of that mess going on and just play football. And we didn't know at the time that that was the last game in Jackson. That no, we did. Last time we no, were we ever going to play there. My, yeah. my understanding of the story was there was kind of a joint agreement. I think mm-hmm. the officials on both schools won't admit this. One school decided we're not going to play Southern Mississippi more, and the other one said, well, we're not either. And the other school decided we're not going to play in Jackson more. Well, they're not playing Jackson. It hurt us in recruiting. We're not going to do it. You can pick which school. Right. Uh, one of those schools started playing Southern Mississippi again. Yeah. One has not. <laughs> but uh, it, that was kind of the rumor back back in the day. But the, the own field, on the own campus atmosphere for both schools is just phenomenal. And uh, Jackson had kind of run its course to a certain extent. We love doing other sports there when we can and all, but it just made sense. And we were being hurt in recruiting back then, not being able to bring recruits to Jackson. So you've been around this game for a while, both as a fan and and working. What what stands out for you? What's the, the memory that kind of stands out? Among the others. Well, I'm kind of like, hey, Dad, I like the group of plays that come from our successes. <laughs> he doesn't. He likes the group of plays yeah, that. that come from Mississippi State's successes. I think the one that, that stands out, too, that stand out the most to me in my career portion of it, of course, I went as a kid all the time, too, but uh, the stand was phenomenal. I mean, that was just crazy. That's not supposed to happen. It's really not. Mississippi State ended up with, what, ten shots inside the eight-yard line, I think. You had penalties, you had interference, and just one opportunity after another, and it didn't happen. That was that was crazy. It was 12 plays inside the 10-yard line, and the two for Ole Miss were a turnover mm-hmm. and then a knee at the end. Right, right. right. And I did a thing back then called the 12 plays of the Egg Bowl. I need to get that for Hey Dad. 
I got a copy of it. It's kind of like my birthday's coming up. Your birthday's coming up. Okay, be happy for him. I'm sure he'll listen to it. Probably. He said, "Oh, that's what he said." He'd send me straight to the garbage can. But and the other one was a two-point conversion with Corey Peterson when Tuberville was here. I mean, it just didn't feel like. Yeah, didn't feel like you could do anything in overtime, and that was gutsy to try to pull that off. It's funny thing. Corey made the catch, and I remember asking him after the game when he was still here as a player. He said, "He asked me. He said, DK, what would have happened if I dropped that ball? I said, we'd have sent your tail to Delta State. <laughs> That's pretty good. No disrespect to Delta State or to Corey, but uh, that was a very gutsy call to you know try to get the win right there from. You know what? I hadn't even thought about this, but in the current state of college football, I mean, that was catch good on the two-point conversion. Everybody goes crazy. I guess there were still a couple of players. There's a little bit of time left. Oh, there's enough the time. Right? They drove down the field and, and but couldn't get anything out. Right, right. Okay. That moment, we would have had to hold off because they would have gone and spent three uh, minutes reviewing. That rev- reviewed. Ah, I'm trying to remember. Was there any question as to whether or not he got his arms underneath that? Because no, was, Corey's was catch was going. The his clean was. Flournoy? Uh, maybe. I, I think don't it remember. was. I think that was the one that was questionable. He was. It, he was going into the end zone, so it wasn't it. The, the the two point they might have looked to see if he bobbled it, but he caught it. There's no question. The Hines catch against Georgia for us. I'm getting off the egg bowl. That ball hit him in the chest. He held on to it, rolled to his legs, down to his ankles, and he had his hand on it. It hit the ground. He jumped up and said, Touchdown and they agreed with him. <laughs> on replay, they, they would have today, no, no way. Shot. We'd have lost that game. Where was that game played? At uh, Oxford. Oh, not, Oxford. Well you might have had a chance then if it had been in Athens they said no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Might, might be onto something there. When you look at this one on this Friday night, or this Thursday night, and we'll talk about this when we come back, I, I want to know what you think the difference is, maybe in both directions. David Callum, Voice of the Rebels, visiting with us on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion on your afternoon commute, but if that changes and you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. River Trust Federal Credit Union. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. 
Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. Napa know-how. When you buy the Napa bag for 99 cents, you'll get 20% off three or more items. No other bag saves you 20% on wipers, premium oil, headlamps, and more, which makes the Napa bag the best bag in the world. Sorry, handbags, man bags, punching bags, bagpipes, and even you. Bags under the eyes. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating locations, does not include taxes and fees. Advertised sale price not available in some states. Offer ends 11-30-21. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com. Yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk, Mississippi. This week, are you more excited for the turkey or the egg? Getting you ready for the egg bowl. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Now, here's more on the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on Super Talk, Mississippi. Back with you on this Monday afternoon, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, and the voice of the Rebels, David Kellum, visiting with us for talking Egg Bowl, as we will all week. And uh, glad to be with you. So, so DK, I alluded or uh, teased before the break that I uh, wanted to talk with you about what you think the difference is when, when you look at this matchup between Mississippi State and Ole Miss. What, what's the difference in winning and losing really for both sides? I think year two for both coaches has been a whole lot better. I mean, you know, Ole Miss uh, able to have success in this game a year ago, but you know, both teams were still trying to figure out what the coaches want to do. We definitely were on the Ole Miss side, and I'm pretty sure that's the case on the Mississippi State side too. So you got two uh, offenses that played a whole lot better this year maybe than they did uh, a year ago. I mean, you know, you look at Matt Corral, he had some tough games where the six interceptions against Arkansas was kind of crazy. He's had a much, much better year in this system. And I, so I, I start with the two offenses. I mean, Will's done a tremendous job at Mississippi State. It's a different type of offense, but uh, a lot of those short passes would be what we would consider you know, run plays. But I, I don't know. It's going to be which defense can get enough stops to hold the other offense down. I'm anticipating a high-scoring game. I know a lot of people kind of down on Ole Miss lately based on the fact we're not scoring in the 50s. We get so spoiled. We used to lose to Vanderbilt. So it was kind of nice to get the 14-point win over the uh, Commodores. But I think uh, coupled with missing some receivers and different things, Matt's done an incredible job of just kind of holding the ship together through these last several weeks. But now you got everybody back. They've practiced pretty significantly. Mingo actually practiced a whole lot more last week than he played in the game. I don't think they need him. So you'll see him back in the mix too. But I really do believe that whichever defense gets a, a key stop. Of course, turnovers always fall into That's coach speak, but I, I really believe both offenses have got it figured out and which defense is going to be able to slow the other one to some degree. Well, and the, the crazy thing when you look at the defense, I mean, uh, what Mississippi State does with that 3-3-5 that with Zach mm-hmm. Garnett, they bring pressure from all over the place. 
They've been good for two years. I mean, you know, regardless of personnel, they've been able to scheme it up where they, you know, don't allow a ton. But the growth of the Ole Miss defense, I mean, we're, we're not that far removed from Arkansas scoring 51 and having a ball in the air on a two-point conversion play trying to exactly. win at Oxford. And thinking you're about to be looking at a year that was similar to last year, but they played a whole lot better last year. And, and Lane weeks. Kiffin was furious after that game with the way the defense played. And since then, really a big part of the reason that Ole Miss has won was it four, I mean, outside of the Auburn game, it's been because of the defense. Yeah, no doubt. And they played really uh, well against Auburn. The, you look at the A&M game, you don't win that if the defense doesn't perform like like they did in that one. And we're a little bit different because we're, we're the three-down line with two linebackers, and so you add another safety in the back. But we'll see if there's some, some changes that you – at this point, you, you really don't change much. You know, maybe some trickeration going on. We've seen some of that in the Egg Bowl in years past. But I really do believe that the, the bottom line in the game is, is it's a great matchup and that which defense is going to be able to get enough stops. Yeah, David, how many straight Egg Bowls is this for you? Oh, my gosh, you would ask that. I did the 88 88- – game on television that was the year we were on probation weren't allowed to be on tv and they asked me yeah they asked me if i would do all the games we were allowed to replay them on sunday night but back then we were on tv but twice it was really popular so i did the whole year so 88 to this one would be 32 3 33rd i guess whatever it is i love hearing about streaks like that you know there's so many great ones my buddy paul jones from 24 7 this is 41st straight for him oh wow this uh, this is 28 straight for me 28 for yeah. you? 93 was the last, 92, the stand. I wasn't there. How many did you have to pay t- to go to, though? 93 through. 17. See, I didn't pay for any of those. So I, 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 <laughs> you kinda, saved that money. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like, I feel guilty when I talk about a street. I've been 300 and something games yeah. in a row, but I had the best seat in the house and got paid to be there. Yeah. It's a little bit different than some of these people that spent their money. And then you got some people go. who are in the 50s, 60s, 70s. You know, they've been going since, since you know, since Vaught was the head coach. You wow. I mean, yeah. those, those streaks exist. It, it, you know, we were talking about mine as well. I've been, I've, since 1991, when it went back onto campus, I've been to all but two. Mm-hmm. And both times I was in the Bahamas on a basketball trip. And you voted to go on to the Bahamas. You gave up. And that. if they asked me to go to the Bahamas <laughs> tomorrow, I know what the I'd other. Like, okay. I know eighteen was one because I was on the show. Was I was in oh uh, six, I think. Ole Miss one. I say if State was two and zero, I'd pay for your ticket to go to the Bahamas. Yeah, right? Sure I was. Would. I was doing women's basketball in the eighty seven and missed the eighty seven one and listened to it. Uh, or kept up with it uh, via a phone call back home, and I was in Aruba. At the time, I'm the same way. That's egg bowl, Aruba. Nah, I that, think I'll the take Aruba. Seven egg bowl is the first one I have a, mem- a vivid memory of state winning. And I know they won in eighty. They won in eighty two. I think they won in eighty four. But I was so young that I don't remember them very. But eighty seven, I remember. Oh my God, we actually won. <laughs> and yeah, sort of went from there. You know, David, there's so many stereotypes that go with you that people would be shocked about. Um, you lived in Starkville. I did. I hate it. Doesn't know that. Here's what's funny. My my mother. I went to the first half of first grade in Starkville. Mm-hmm. It was the worst year of my life. But uh, <laughs> my you mother. Got belly laughing. We're good. Uh, we're my good. mother graduated from Mississippi College, got her theater masters at Ole Miss, and she was hired by Mississippi State as a uh, teaching professional or something for a year. My dad built three houses because he was a house builder then before we ended up back here. But but a half a year, we were there for a full year, but. A half a year i went to the first grade there this is a great story and so uh jim ellis and i were talking about he said what subdivision is that and because
because I think Jim rents houses or something. I said, man, I don't know. I said, we can ride around. I probably can recognize it, but I was in the first grade. But we moved three times, moved twice. We moved in this house, moved down the street, and then moved next door. The next door moved. I thought my mother was going to divorce my dad. But we were, she was about to have a fit. But he built houses in Starkville. Yeah. And midway the first grade year, she got hired here. He got hired on campus. He was from Oxford. And so we ended up coming back uh, to Oxford. And the funny thing, right down the street here on the right was the elementary school. It's long gone. It's the federal building now. When I got here, Mrs. Holder said uh, at the middle of this, I couldn't read or write very good. And she said, where were you going to school? Oh, God. And I said, Starkville. And she said, well, that makes sense. <laughs> you <laughs> so, can see that one coming from a mile as as away. Like, I know where but, you know, I got going. hammered. The first year I got hired as the voice of the Rebels lead announcer. Of course, I'd been doing several years women's basketball and baseball. When I got hired as the lead announcer. They sent me to Columbus to speak. And so I'm speaking. And this man who lived next door to us, a big, huge Bulldogs fan, is in the very back. And I opened it up for questions, you know. And uh, I said, okay, anybody got any questions? And here I am, young buck. You know, I'm, I'm feeling my oats. I'm the voice of the Rebels. And he said, Mr. Callan, will you tell these people in here what it was like the year you lived in Starkville? And, I mean, you could have shot me with a 30 hot 6 at that point. I was like... Did he just ask that? Thanks a lot. And, and that, that was my answer. Hey, Dad, yeah. with, with, quick on my feet. I'm a go. theater guy, so All I quickly right. said it was the worst year of my life. Uh. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. And but the first baseball game I saw was Mississippi State, not Ole Miss. There you go. How about that? And I feel like there's a tie to LSU or Baton Rouge or something that goes along. Oh, this with sorry the kid of mine standing well. over here. She's with me. She's visiting for Thanksgiving, but she went to LSU. We wrote her out of the wheel. Not that she was going to get anything anyway. <laughs> She's, she wasn't going to get anything anyway. I got a question. and we, This is a question that deserves more time than we have. Voice of the Rebels. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? Yeah, it, it's huge. It was a dream of mine to, to do that. I, I was local. A lot of the guys that are doing games at their particular schools are not necessarily from that school. Mm-hmm. And so I tell people, you know, hey, they would appreciate this too. I have a license to be a homer. It's on my wall. So yeah. it's graduate University yeah. of Mississippi. Um, That's what Richard says all the time. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, it was really, really special. But it, uh, Richard and I both, I, I look at, you know, his career and he's rocketing into the Espen. We may lose him someday. Maybe, you know, making the gigantic bucks. But we oh, paid boy. our dues. Both of us paid our dues and did a lot of high school football. I did a lot of junior Juco football, you know, uh, junior college women's basketball, men's basketball, and all those things that led to the opportunity. And I wouldn't trade any of that for anything. It gave me a chance to see corners of this state that a lot of people don't get to see. Uh, and so it, it was a lot of fun building up to the point that I got hired as the lead announcer. But there's not very many of them. They're very difficult to get. I super appreciate the opportunity. And hopefully, I've, you know, I've done the best I can. It's, it's kind of neat to, to be able to – they asked me the other night, I did the women's game for uh, Richard couldn't do it so I did the women's game on live stream and said David you know you got to be neutral on this I said, really? I can't be for Ole Miss? I'm just picking with them. And I said, well, I think I can handle because I've done several uh, t- tournament games, the SEC tournament games, uh, th- w- with other teams. As right. Learfield has hired us to do that. So I was super neutral, just bragged about both teams, no big deal. I think they were stunned. I think David Dillard and the crew were just absolutely shocked that I was not a homer for Ole Miss in the game. Referees doing a really nice job yeah. in this yeah, one. Amazing. Hey, you two don't get in trouble. I don't want to hear about y'all getting suspended. Talking about referees. Hey, we ain't changing. If they mess it up, they're just going to suspend us. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he told you. I, 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 whenever I, I'm in the car coming home from Davis Wade or whatever, and you guys are on, I'll listen on the way home. And I said something about you the other day, and I referred to you as DK. 
Oh, and I was really? like, I've been listening to y'all too oh, much. Oh, if you start calling me DK, you're well, you moving me, to the dark side. You I'm just telling me you. Ads, so yeah, I'm not. Well, yeah. Hey, well, because I'm listening to you guys well, all the time. Let's get it on camera. Here we go. Here we go. This is a shake. This is a shake. Peace in our time. There you go. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming by. This hey, you guys do a great job. I just want to tell you that I uh, appreciate you doing this in Oxford, too. We love our town, and it's super, super special. I know all the state people love Starkville as well, but it's kind of neat to have you guys in Oxford. And we've seen a lot of change. I've seen a little bit more than Richard, but we've seen a lot of changes here, and they've been good changes, and the people that have been in charge through the years have just done a wonderful job keeping our town quaint, nice, but also progressive, too. It's been fun. Voice of the Rebels, David Kellum, visiting with us uh, in person this afternoon. Take a timeout. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day. Sunny skies, high near 62. Tonight, clear and cold, low around 34. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 61. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 39. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family owned full service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. Looking for the perfect gift? Get them a shirt from Untuck It. Now you can get up to 50% off with the Black Friday sale happening right now at Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked. They're the easiest way to keep them looking sharp and feeling comfortable. You can't go wrong with our super soft flannels and wrinkle-free shirts, so don't miss it. Up to 50% off for a limited time only. Find the perfect gift for every guy in your list at UntuckIt.com or 80-plus Untuckit stores. Untuck It. Shirts designed to be worn untucked. No drip roofing and construction online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, no drip roofing and construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The number of Americans quitting their jobs hit a record high in September, while job openings stayed above pre-pandemic levels. Ashley Edwards, president of the Gulf Coast Business Council, dug into the data. About half of the jobs where people quit over August and September uh, were actually baby boomers who retired. He says as they leave their jobs, we'll see a tremendous turnover, especially in manufacturing in our state. You know, the, the other piece of it really has been because of the opportunities, workers have all the leverage right now. And so, especially at the lower ends of the pay scale, you've seen a ton of openings uh, because workers have found the opportunity to move up. Today is the deadline for President Biden's federal employee vaccine mandate. The White House says more than 90% have received at least one dose. Another 5% are in compliance because they have a valid exception or extension request. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you, but not today. Litter is on the rise in our state and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And one of the greatest games ever played in the long history of Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Ole Miss has scored 17 points in the fourth quarter to defeat State 24 to 23. Wallace is going to run it. Go Wallace, but he bubbles a it's time for the Sonic Drive of the game, brought to you by your hometown Sonic Drive-Ins of Mississippi. The Sonic Drive-In, America's favorite drive-in. And perhaps as far as I'm concerned, the drive of the game may be my drive home from Starkville to Jupilo. And hopefully it'll be an uneventful drive. You can never not laugh at that one. I'm calling foul on that one. That was not an egg ball. That was an Alabama game. Yes, but there's some highlights that just deserve to be there. All there, right. There is an ebb and flow to these. Every Just you're about to start to ch- poke your chest out a little bit, and then, boom, you just get humbled I want, immediately. I want the audio of Richard getting barreled over on the Florida sideline, if we can find that there. Yeah, I don't know if you can find that or not. Ben Beckwith is back with us. And, Ben, I, I compared uh, the end of our conversation to sometimes an offensive lineman has got to be able to adjust on the fly and just bail out his quarterback who makes a bonehead play. 
That was me at the end of that. I, I didn't. I forgot what we had coming up. So I really appreciate you circling back with us. Uh, the stories were so good, uh, and I wanted to get your take on this year's game. Uh, I, I know you still stay very locked in on Mississippi State. You follow this team. When you look at this matchup, what, what do you see? Ole Miss, Mississippi State, twenty twenty one. And I, I see. You know, I'll start with Mississippi State, who I obviously pay more attention to. Um, I mean, it seems like to me, from outside looking in and uh, seeing what this team's done, I mean, it's, you got a, a ton of young guys that have, have developed and learned this, you know, very complicated system and have kind of, you know, have a flow to them now. You know, the quarterback seems like the play, he's playing with a little more swagger to him and a little more confidence. And the receivers, I mean, you know, they just seem like, you know, when the ball goes up, they, they know they're going to catch it. You know, and that's, that's something that's different from years past. We've had some good receivers here or there, but we haven't had a core like we have right now, I don't think, where it's just, you know, throw it up. It doesn't matter what number's on, on the jersey. They're going to they're gonna make a play on the ball, it seems like, you know. And, and the running game has been, you know, been has come come around some, and we actually run the ball. You know, have ran the ball efficiently in times this year. And uh, the offensive line seems to be playing a little better, and 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 the defense is obviously has has been the the strong suit of the team all year. And uh, I think they're just floating. You know, everything's moving the right direction. They're getting every game they get better. Uh, it seems like, which is what you want for especially from a young team and. I think they have a chance in any game they play. You know, I, I, obviously there's been some games this year they lost that they shouldn't have, and that's that is what it is. But I think if you talk to any of those guys on that team, uh, I bet you would, they would tell you that they don't feel like they've lost. You know, every game that they've lost, they feel like they could have won outside of maybe the Alabama game. You know, that just it, it is what it, it it was what it was this year. But I mean, I feel like every game they've been in, they could have or have had an opportunity to win. You know, and. That's all you can ask for at the end of the day, and to be that young and and kind of uh, you know a team that doesn't really have a ton of senior leadership, I guess you would say. I mean, to see these, those young guys step up, and you know, I, I feel great about the future, and I, and I think they have a great chance uh, Thursday night uh, against a real good Ole Miss team. What would it? How would your career? That may not be the right way to ask it. I'm just thinking about playing offensive line in this offense compared to the offense that you guys ran where it was so heavily dictated on running the football? Well, I can can speak for a lot of fat guys that play offensive line. Passing the ball every down would be a nightmare for me. (laughs) Especially in practice when you're talking about uh, blocking Chris Jones every day and Fletcher Cox and so on and so forth and Danico and Preston and all those guys. Who wants to be backpedaling every play, you know, which is essentially what you're doing. But, uh, I mean, it, for, I mean, for those, for honestly, for this era of football, I mean, it, it gives you a great opportunity, opportunity to go to the NFL and, and, and earn a bunch of money, you know. I mean, the way these, these teams pass the ball now, I mean, if you, if you're a, if you're a seasoned guy that can, can pass block consistently and win, you know, 85, 90% of your, of your snaps, uh, we can teach a big guy to go run block, right? I mean, it, it takes it takes a little inner talent and athleticism to be able to be a finesse, uh, you know, pass blocker. I mean, you're going against these defensive ends in, in the SEC and these and these three techniques that are elite athletes that are can you know quick t- twitch can move left to right can do, you can power move you long arm you whatever they want to do and for them to know pretty much 90 percent of the time that you're going to drop back and pass the ball. I mean, they're they're at an advantage. Like I said, ninety percent of the time. I mean, you, you're not you're, as an offensive lineman. 
you know, physically you shouldn't win every battle. Um, but, you know, more times than not, these guys that are good really have to find a way to do it. But uh, for me personally, um, I, you know, I, I think you could learn to do it. But if I had, you know, if I had a choice, I would much rather run downhill and, you know, put a little weight on my hand and go try to block a guy or, you know, do it. Uh, you know, get in a combination block with a tackle or something like that. But uh, I, I don't think it's a disadvantage or I, th- I think it's kind of neutral. You just kind of kind of take it for what it is and, and take advantage of your opportunities and, and make sure that you, you get your job done, you know, which these guys have, have seemed to get – have gotten better, uh, you know, hour by hour, day by day, game by game. And, and you can tell that the, the quarterback has, has gotten better with the offensive line getting better, which is what yeah. you want to see. Ben, one of those guys who's gotten better and better is Charles Cross, announced today as the uh, the whole trophy winner as the top offensive lineman in the state. Obviously, Mississippi State has had a, uh, quite a few guys win that award. When you watch Charles and you see what he's able to do, what, what do you think of him? Man, he's he he's, he seems he seems like he's still raw. You know, he, he he's an athletic kid. He's he's definitely got the frame where he can put some more some more mass on from the outside looking in. I've never met the guy in person, but just my perception from TV and seeing him play the game, you know, he, he's got a lot of raw talent. He's very good. I, I don't I don't want raw talent to sound bad. I mean, that's a good thing. It means he's he's got a ton of upside, right? I mean, he's already a great player, and he, he's still not really developed where he can be, and I think you've seen some guys come through that, that school, uh, you know, both on the defensive side and offensive side that have kind of looked like him in college, and then, you know, future down the road, two, three, four years from now in the NFL, I think he's going to look like a different guy. You know, I think he's going to be a lot more massive and a lot more powerful. But to play the left tackle position like he's played and and to be, you know, a guy that, I mean, I didn't know who Charles Cross was until this year, you know, until, you know, five or six games ago, you know, and uh, and even once you hear the name and start seeing the draft boards and, the, you know, he's probably going to be playing a Mobile for the Senior Bowl and things like that at some point. And, uh, you know, he's, I mean, it's impressive. I mean, he looks he looks the part and plays the part, and I think he's going to make himself a lot of money and uh, proud for the guy. That's awesome. Good, you know, been. fun to see big guys succeed. Only a couple of minutes left. I got I got two things for you. Number one, yeah, yeah. nastiest interior defensive lineman you ever went against. Oh, that's a hard one because both of them I I, pra- I, pla- I practiced against them on my own team. Um, okay, so coming up, Fletcher. I was on scout team, you know, 2010, and uh, guy was unblockable. Obviously, I was a I was a freshman from Benton Academy who had never seen anything like that. We were from the Ooh. same county, but I'd never blocked him. Uh, knew him well, and but he ate my lunch day in and day out. And then, man, just Chris Jones on on good on good when I was a starter. I mean, the guys. I'm, I mean, you saw it last night. I hated him doing my guy back like that, but uh, you know he he's just unreal. He's a strong, fat. He's everything. You know, if you built a player on Madden, he's there's Chris Jones. You know, he's just he he was the hardest guy to block bar none. And uh, I, I still to this day in my whole career, I never had you know. Even comparing him to Fletcher, he I, I, he was harder to block to me than Fletcher was, and he was the hardest guy I ever went against. And then number two, and, and I don't even care about the results, so 2013, 2014, I don't know if you got in 2012 in, in the Egg Bowl. Give me one play from inside one of those games that you remember that kind of stands out above all the rest. Is there is there a single one where you pancaked a guy or you had a combo block or you know you sprung somebody for a big run or – how much, you, how much you time you early? <laughs> uh, let's see. We got uh, we got about a minute and a half. 
Well, I can tell you this. So, uh, my, my biggest thing was 2013, uh, there was a guy named, uh, Kim Dietschy that, yeah. uh, that was, you know, the media loved. Uh, he was all, everybody thought he was all world. When I watched film on him, you know, he, he wasn't what his perception was. He was never the guy that everybody claimed him to be. I'm not talking down on the guy just is what it is. You talk to any, anybody that's played or watched film on him. He, Super freak-looking athlete, very fast, but very lazy, and he wasn't very. You know, he, he wasn't as strong as he might have been in the weight room. So, the whole time leading up to that, I was going to block him in 13. And Coach Hevesy was, as y'all know, I mean, just I love Coach Hevesy, but he is he's he's a wild man. He's crazy. He just stayed on my case all week. You're going to let this guy embarrass you. He's he's all this. He's all that. He's you know blah 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 blah. So going into that game, just getting off the ball and and, and owning that guy all night, and, and our whole team, you know, just just that that night, that whole it's not really one play, but just coming out of that game knowing that this guy that you know everybody talks about, and then some no name guy playing right guard with long hair has you know dominated him and graded out that game in the nineties and had a great experience. So that just going into that, that kind of leads back to my mentality that I'm a chip on my shoulder. You, you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to go prove you wrong. And that, that was fun for me to go out and take, you know, taking on and own a guy that was, you know, one of the best recruits in the, in the country and went on to the NFL. And I think he proved to, proved to everybody who he was when he got there. And that's, that's a story for another day. But uh, I, I, I guess, uh, Ben, you know, that, that's, that's my and, and that that was also, and, and we're out of time on this. You, you at that point were a little bit of a veteran and had some tricks, and he was still figuring that it out as a freshman that year. Right. Uh, it right. may have been a learning experience for him that night in a big way. Uh, ben, man, can't can't thank you enough for your time. A couple of different times this afternoon. Uh, wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving, and hope we can catch up again soon. Thanks, Ben. Man, I appreciate y'all. Thanks, Hell State. Sports Talk Mississippi, Ben Beckwith joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reports of any accidents or major areas of congestion on your afternoon commute, but if that changes and you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This traffic has been brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. River Trust Federal Credit Union. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to No More Roof Leak. Guys, has Christmas shopping for the woman you love got you jumping through hoops? Well, at Juniker's this season, we have the perfect Christmas gift for her. Hoops. That's right. At Juniker Jewelry Company, we have three entire cases of nothing but gorgeous diamond hoop earrings. From clean and classic front-facing diamond hoops to dazzling inside-out diamond hoops. Featuring gorgeous round brand cut diamonds on the front and on the inside in both white and hot yellow gold. Guys, this is a diamond essential she'll love and wear every day. Best of all, Juniker's diamond hoop earrings start at under $500 and go as big as you want to go. This Christmas, don't jump through hoops. Give her hoops. Diamond hoops from Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. We promise they'll make her your biggest fan. This Christmas, it's got to be Juniker's. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry Company. 
1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. I'm Mississippi Secretary of State Michael Watson. Over the holidays, I encourage you to not only reflect on this incredibly challenging past year, but also on the goodness, provision, and peace the Lord has provided. This Christmas, I hope you'll join me in taking the time to enjoy your family and friends with a grateful heart. From my family to yours, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Everybody credit for keeping their cool throughout this rivalry game. Now the cool is lost. Everybody charging out onto the field, and this could get ugly. Sports Talk Mississippi on Supertalk.fm, the Supertalk app, and always on your local Supertalk Mississippi station. Pick me up, love. Pick me up, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at Super Talk TV, Super Talk, uh, wait, supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. You should know that by now. You get your mind right. Glad to, uh, glad to be with you this afternoon as we broadcast from Visit Oxford. You can visit them online at visitoxfordms.com. Mark Kilsey joins us right now. He is the owner at Something Southern. He is a Board of Aldermen member and uh, is excited about the holidays as well. What's up, my man? That's it. That's it. Thank you for having me again. I don't yeah. know how many years this has been, but it's... Uh... Quite a few. I think we missed one year because you were on a uh, on a diving adventure somewhere. One of one of your hobbies. But I called it in. You did. You did. We, uh, that's where I'm supposed to be this week. Supposed to be back in the Caymans, but it yeah. didn't happen. I said probably so be warmer than it is right now, but it is. it is good to see you. Well, thank you. Thank uh, and you. obviously, this is a fun time of year as you go into the holiday season, and people are kind of starting to feel it. And you got the lights up around the square and in the trees, and everybody's starting to think about Christmas. Fun it time is. of the year. It is. They did a fantastic job again this year with the with the lights and the decorations around the square. Greg Pinion and Mike Grant, 
and the building and grounds team just did an amazing job. You know, when when Herbie calls it Disney World on ESPN, you know, he did it right. <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty good. And and this was a bigger job this year because completely changed all of the lights out around the square. They did. Right? It, it looks so amazing this year, and it's because with help of Oxford Utilities, they changed out every every light on the square so it's just it looks amazing this year just a special place and excited about it just the excitement of the last few football weekends leading up to this and a big holiday week and just excited for the the christmas and holiday season be kicking off so, so mark what, what what's coming up as we roll into the holiday season obviously your focus has always been on the uh, the merchants and and kind of the the downtown but also uh, all of the businesses right, in and around right. Oxford. Really, we refocus this year with the Chamber of Commerce and visit Oxford to uh, really rebrand it and talk about it, shopping Oxford and keep your business here. Uh, we have so many opportunities, so many different stores throughout Oxford to, to keep your business local, keep the money local, and, and shop Oxford. It's just uh, an amazing time of year to, to support your, your local businesses. And the other thing that's changed this year, and it started last year, but spreading it out versus just being a one-day event for yeah. for Black Friday and the carriage rides in, we spread that out and just make it just a whole holiday season. And and so we've scaled back a little bit for the Friday after Thanksgiving. We're just, we're doing Santa as normal. He'll be on the, the city plaza from noon to six. The carolers will be on city hall steps from five to six, and we'll light the uh, the the city the city trees at six o'clock and but then visit oxford will just do a, a great job of the holly jolly weekends and yeah holly real. jolly holidays that starts yeah. december 1st brian hayden had suggested that that be branded hotty toddy holidays <laughs> trying to help you all out he, he, he thinks there's a marketing opportunity there but uh, all the things that are going we talked with kenny about that uh just a little while ago but um you know you mentioned the whole shop in oxford keep your your dollars at home you kind of lose people, I feel like, when you start talking about tax revenues and this is why you need to do it. When you think about it from the standpoint of these are, are your friends and your neighbors that own businesses and they're trying to make a living and the kind of the charm of a, of a small town like Oxford is the small businesses that, that, that are here. It is. And, you know, we've all had a rough year the last year and a half. And, you know, coming out of it strong and a little hiccup here and there. But it's so important to support your local businesses and, and just support your family and friends and your neighbors and, and continue to, to shop local and shop Oxford and, and support those family businesses. It's unbelievable how many locally owned businesses we have in Oxford. Yeah. Not just on the square, but throughout Oxford. Yeah, so all, all across town. You know, whether you're talking about up and down Jackson Avenue or University Avenue or, or some businesses that are in the, in the county, even outside the city limits, right. uh, just a, a lot that's happening here from a, a local standpoint. And you want people to be engaged and people to be involved. And, and it's kind of, this is a, a fun time of the year. Student, students go home. Obviously, the lifeblood of Oxford is the university community and all that it adds but there's kind of a neat time about, you know, it's maybe not as crowded and kind of get into some other places, and, and it's really got a, a good feel to it. Yeah, you could actually drive around town today. There you go. There <laughs> you go. I, I, I had a, I went from my house to the square and didn't have to stop at a single traffic light. I didn't even run any red lights, hey, Dad. The exit off of 6 and that little roundabout, which last, what was it, we were here Friday for the symposium. Yeah. And I was at that exit for quite a while trying to get today. Two didn't cars. Have to check up today. Two cars and I was in, baby. Yeah, Mark. but we want the crowds back this week. Weekend, 
Yep. Come see us on Friday and enjoy the square, the, the beautiful Oxford scene that's a, that's a postcard, and come visit us Friday and Saturday. Mark, always good to see you. All right. Thank you. Mark Hilsey representing a lot of the businesses in and around the city of Oxford, encouraging you to shop in Oxford this holiday season. Sports Talk Mississippi, two hours in the books. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Wherever we are, we're in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. When we come back, college football fix. That's next as we roll into the 5 o'clock hour. Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Roger Stern. 39-year-old Gerald Brooks faces five counts of first-degree intentional homicide. Police in Waukesha, Wisconsin say he's the one who drove an SUV into a Christmas parade yesterday. Chief Dan Thompson didn't offer a motive but says Brooks was not being chased by police. I want to dispel some rumors. There's no pursuit that led up to this incident. But police do say the driver was in a domestic dispute minutes earlier, possibly involving a knife. Today, President Biden nominated Jerome Powell to a second term as Federal Reserve Chairman. Moments later, Powell promised to fight inflation, which is at a multi-decade high. We know that high inflation takes a toll on families, especially those less able to meet the higher costs of essentials like food, housing, and transportation. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gulfport police are looking for a missing 16-year-old. Maria Naisha O'Shea Powell is a black female that was last seen November 17th near Highland Avenue. She was wearing a black and yellow jacket. For more information on this story, visit supertalk.fm. Supply chain dynamics are speeding up a changing economy, according to Ashley Edwards, CEO of the Gulf Coast Business Council. I mean, you're going to see automation at a level that, that you know, we probably would not have seen for another five or six years as a result of just the labor shortages. 
because uh, labor shortages are not going to last forever. And what companies are going to do when they can't find qualified work, they're going to figure out a way to automate the processes with robots and other automated processes. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian, Demario Davis. Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way. To be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle. Getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine. To protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. The Build Back Better Act still has a lot of hurdles to clear, but State Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney says if it's passed, it'll affect over 750,000 Mississippians because it includes Medicaid expansion through the use of the Affordable Care Act federal marketplace. Cheney says he may not agree with many of the provisions, but he'll work with local and federal agencies to comply if it's passed. The annual Egg Bowl is the only televised college game scheduled for Thanksgiving night, and it's gearing up to be a heated matchup. Saturday, Ole Miss defeated Vandy 31-17 and Mississippi State beat Tennessee State 55-10. Going into Thursday night's game, the Rebs are 9-2, 5-2 in conference play. Mississippi State is 7-4, 4-3 in conference play. In 2020, Ole Miss defeated Mississippi State 31-24. The Egg Bowl kicks off at 6-30 in Starkville on ESPN. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com slash business. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. There are all locations all across the field. And there were probably 80 players that were involved in this situation. After the play, the kick is up, and it is 
Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If you want to be a part of the conversation, please join us on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. That is the best way for you to get in touch with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. On this Monday afternoon, as we broadcast live from Visit Oxford, just off the edge of the Oxford Square on Jackson Avenue, 1013 Jackson Avenue. Um, plenty to get to. Thanks to uh, David Kellum for joining us in person, for uh, Ben Beckwith for spending some time with us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Borky, as Ben was telling the uh, the Robert Kimdichi story about the 2013, what, what was your what was your facial reaction as you were listening to that one unfold? Uh, it was making back, me laugh. He? It was. We did have some people on the text line uh, remind him that uh, Robert Kimdichi still receives his paychecks from the NFL, and so they had to point which, that out. Which is a true statement. True statement. But. But oh no, no but yeah, it's a true statement. Yeah, yeah. on that particular night though, he's that, got money uh, for fine hotels to jump out of the window. Yeah, well, I guess he does. Um, let's just jump right into the college football fix. Obviously, our focus is on the Egg Bowl this week, Ole Miss and Mississippi State. There are a bunch of other interesting games on Rivalry Week in college football. The college football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. That is the Ford F-150, 44 straight years as the number one selling truck in America. So we bounce around. We'll do SEC first and then uh, look beyond that. Ole Miss and Mississippi State, we'll just start with the Egg Bowl. Borky, I'll start with you. Are you surprised at the number in this game? Mississippi State, a favorite, a one-point favorite as the home team against Ole Miss. Oh, no, not at all. Somebody asked me Saturday night what I thought the line was going to be. I said State minus two, two and a half, one and a half, somewhere around there. It doesn't surprise me at all considering uh, current form. I mean, Ole Miss's second-half offense was not just isolated to the Vanderbilt game. It's been atrocious, really, for about six weeks now. I know there's injuries and stuff that have affected that, but still. Um, So current form and location doesn't surprise me at all. So that's you. I thought it might be a pick to be totally honest with you. Really? Uh, There's not a lot to separate But there's got to be a home field factor in there a little bit, right? There does, but I mean... Let's let's as much as you can take the names and, and the rivalry out. Right, this is the number what? There'll be seven or eight, eight team in the nation. Come, I'm talking about the playoff poll. Oh know. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, playing the number twenty two, twenty three team. You know, home field is great, but it, it, under normal circumstances, that would probably be worth a few points too. So, it, it, I knew it was going to be close. I'm not overly surprised either way. Arkansas is well. I, I, I'm with you there. I, like I, I'm kind of with you guys. I mean, that's kind of where I expected to be. I do remember the conversation that we were having. What was it, Borky, six weeks ago? Or said you know Ole Miss probably going to be favored in every game it plays for the rest of the way, and has turned out for a lot of reasons not to uh, not to be that way. Um, Arkansas, fourteen and a half point favorite. 
against Darth Vader Drinkowitz and the Missouri Tigers. How about that trolling effort on so, Saturday postgame, by the way? What is this one called now? Is this the Border War? It's not, is it? That's Kansas-Missouri, right? Does this have a name? Uh, is it the Battle Line Series? That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, it's kind of a big number. That's a big number. Arkansas, that could be closer than that. But Missouri's playing a little bit better. They, they can run the football. Arkansas, how impressed were you guys with Arkansas? Incredibly impressed. And you know what? You know what that game made me think, just to bring it back home? Mississippi State. Why were they so f- hopeless against Alabama this year? Everybody else was at least in the game to some degree. Ole Miss wasn't. Ole Miss wasn't, Ole Miss wasn't but they did put 21 on the board. Even if it was garbage time, you got 21. Yeah. I'm more inclined to be less impressed with Alabama. I mean, Arkansas is yeah, relatively right. yeah. consistent this year. I mean, they've been in that middle of the pack of the SEC. They, they do a lot of things well, but but I was more surprised at Alabama. I am not going to do the, because it would be incredibly stupid to do, the Saban dynasty waning, all that stuff. No, but no, some no, 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 years, he's going to have teams that do not win championships. That will happen sometimes, and this definitely is one of those years where a Nick Saban coach team is not going to win a championship. This is not a national championship winning football team. They have too many flaws right now, but a bunch of great players. He talked about that a little, too. He talked about fan entitlement. and, and Saban did? Yeah, about you know they believe that you know, their fans are like, it's national title or bust. It's hard to win. It is. It, it, it absolutely is. I, I had that conversation with a player walking from the field to the uh, to the locker room on Saturday night. I was like, it's hard to win, isn't it? He's like, jeez, man. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to win, even yeah. even if Vanderbilt's the opponent. Yeah. It's, it's hard to go out I agree with that. and win a game. Um, we should probably timestamp that on the recording board. Yeah, I agree with you that Alabama is not probably going to win at all, but I mean, they bring back everybody next year. They still got a chance. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're, they're, we're going to learn still... in two weeks how little of a chance they actually have. Yeah, that's true. Okay. There we go. Speaking of the Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia is a 35 point favorite. Clean, old fashioned hate against Georgia Tech. Is this the end for Jeff Collins? At Bobby Dodd Stadium and historic Grant Field. What do you have? I'll just save you the trouble of asking there. Is this the end for Jeff Collins? Uh, is this year four? Not yet. Got one more year, you think? Yeah, I mean, they, had they to just re- aren't getting better. They had to overhaul the entire I roster. I get that, but they're not getting any better. I mean, Mississippi State had to overhaul the whole, whole roster. Yeah, I know. They're, you know, chance to win eight. You're right. So, And they play in the ACC, man. Go win some football games. Yeah. How are you not six and six, at least? There are players, mm-hmm. like enough of them to field an entire team within... A one-hour car ride from your campus. Yeah. Florida favored at home against the Florida State Seminoles, who, by the way, are playing better. Playing for bowl eligibility. I thought they already were. No, they're five. Both teams are five and six. That's right. That is right. Now, granted, Florida is led by a coach who is undefeated as a head coach in his career. Greg Knox also with a win over Heisman Trophy winning right. quarterback Lamar Jackson in the Will he retire 2 and 0? Gator Bowl? Gator Bowl. Gator Bowl. 2 and 0. I don't know. Maybe. Borky, you riding with the Knolls here? We're talking about the Knolls. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Knolls. Alabama a 19 and a half point favorite against the Auburn Tigers. The Auburn Iron team Bowl. that just lost to South Carolina. By the way, 
If I had a vote for Coach of the Year in the SEC, mm-hmm. it's got to be. Shane Beamer just might get it. They're going to be 7-5, and five, by the way. Oh, you think they're beating Clemson? Mm-hmm. Is that in Columbia? I don't. Well, it is. Yes. Yes, they're winning that game. Borky? No, I'm not there yet. Uh, Clemson, uh, well, DJ, by the way, has also gotten worse year over year. There's something going on with Dabo and uh, quarterback development because he's fallen off a cliff. However, uh, they have elite players all over that defense. They run the football pretty well. Uh, South Carolina, while a great story, doesn't have the horses. And by the way, Clemson's playing pretty well lately. They are. Williams Bryce is going to be rocking for that game, though, because they're going to think they have a chance. They do have a chance. They're going to win. And that's a night game, isn't it? I think it? so, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> when 2001 hits, it's going to be something, man. Uh, Vandy is getting that was a terrible rooster 31 in Knoxville. <laughs> Could go either way. It's a lot of points. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Tennessee probably wins easily, but, I mean, I don't know. They could win 42-7. to seven. Boys, I am inclined, as we sit here on Monday, November 22nd, to take the six and a half that LSU is getting yeah. at home yeah. in Ed Ogeron's final game as the head coach of the LSU Tigers on Saturday against Texas A&M. Am I crazy for thinking LSU plus six and a half, which has continued to play hard in their final game with Ed Ogeron? Anything can happen in the Todd Kitchen Bucky Richardson classic. Yeah. Yes, you're not you're not crazy for thinking that. That said, I mean they didn't cover this past weekend against uh ULM. ULM covered that. You're right. Twenty nine points though. They also didn't play nearly the way they played against Alabama, nor should they have. Right. Borky, can, can you smell an upset in Baton Rouge? That's just the roof. No, no, I don't think it's going to happen this week. People are, are getting a little too high on some, you know, playing hard but not winning performances. And, yeah, maybe they send their guy out on a high note, but not going to happen in this case. If LSU wins, true or false, Ed Ogeron is carried off the field true. on the shoulders true. of his players. 100% true. true. No chance it doesn't happen. I thought he kind of blew a gasket on the sideline Saturday night. I was like, whoop, ooh, little, 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 uh, Breaking the armor there. Uh, Kentucky and Louisville. Louisville, a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Cats. Neil Price joins us next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you. In Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Checking back in on your afternoon commute. Outside of your typical drive time congestion, there are currently no reported accidents impacting your ride home. However, if you run into traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me. <laughs> Almost, you know. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. <laughs> and then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in. 
and, and looked, but it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. Carter Jewelers is buying our diamonds from some of the biggest diamond producers in the world. We're using the best manufacturers to produce what I know is the finest quality jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. Eliminating importers, wholesalers, and expensive branding, bringing our customers the best jewelry ever made at incredible prices. At Carter Jewelers Christmas Sale, we've got smoking hot deals all over the store. Over a thousand pieces with second and third markdowns galore. 18 months interest-free financing, no credit check financing, layaway and trade-in welcome. We're Carter Jewelers downtown Jackson at the corner of State Street and High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. With Carter Jewelers' massive selection, quality, and incredible pricing, why would you ever want to shop anyplace else? Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Officials decided after some discussion with both coaches and with the group of themselves, there would be no ejections, and both coaches sighed a relief there. They're going to let these guys go at it from here on, but there were some ugly moments in that pregame game fight, fight, but it was so widespread, they didn't feel like that they could uh, adequately adjudicate any penalties to either side, so they let them both go as they are. Maybe, Maybe we won't, we won't deal, deal with any, with any of that, that on, on Thursday, Thursday night. night. Sports, Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Hayden. Hey, Dad. Hey Dad. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm hearing, hearing myself. myself. And, uh, and uh, now, now Neil, Neil Price, the voice of the Mississippi State Bulldogs, joining us uh, from Starkville as we count down to the Egg Bowl. Neil, always appreciate your time. Good to see you. How are things, man? Happy Thanksgiving week and happy Egg Bowl week. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you all. Um, I'm, I'm getting used to this thing being on Thanksgiving so much that, you know, I, my Thanksgiving's on Fridays, it feels like, these these days. But, uh, you know, football stadium's not a bad place, I guess, to spend Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't know how many people are giving thanks for one another in that venue uh, based on previous <laughs> experience. But, you know, uh, it's it's always entertaining, no doubt about that. It certainly, it certainly is, is. Neil. Neil I, I, may I may have asked you this in the past. I, I'm curious, from what you knew of the Egg Bowl coming in to now that you've experienced a few times, how are your impressions of this game different than maybe they were initially? Well, I think that, you know, even as an outsider, you knew that it was important to people in the state. 
before I got here, I think that I viewed it more as it's a great game to watch on a holiday weekend uh, if you didn't have a rooting interest. Uh, and, and now what I would tell you, having done four of them, is I was around Kentucky and Louisville for 12 years, which in that part of the world is a big deal, and it's got nothing on this. Um, it's tame compared to this. Uh, so, yeah, uh, my view of it has changed, I think, a lot in, in four years. It, it is, if you're not inside the borders of the Magnolia State, and you're just a casual college football fan, this one flies under the radar, I think, a lot uh, when you look at the other big rivalry games. But I would tell you, having been in the middle of it now, that it is just as entertaining. The fan bases are just as passionate. It means just as much to the players on both sides as the, the big game or – uh, the third or fourth Saturday in October, whatever year it might be, um, you know, uh, any of those, you know, I, I think, uh, I think that it's it's up there. You know, you know the, the, the fascinating thing to me is that when you look at this particular game, and maybe part of the reason that it does fly under the radar is Ole Miss and Mississippi State are not always great football team. Sometimes the stakes are not terribly high for this game, but that's not the case this year. I I just wonder if we see a boost in the national viewing audience because it's not a game where it's just weird and, oh, they're probably going to fight. It's a game that's got some significance to it with two pretty good football teams, and it sure feels like it makes it more fun. Yeah, and I think the other thing that helps it, too, is that you've got two coaches that are household names, you know, and that's not always been the case either. Uh, You know, now you've had some great names historically that have coached in the rivalry, but, I mean, in terms of where where these two guys who are coaching these teams are in, in the forefront of football fans' minds, I don't know that either team has had that kind of cachet coming into it. So, yeah, I think you're probably on to something, that there are a lot more people nationally who will be interested in it because it's it's a game that on paper you think there are going to be some points. Um, ball's going to go up and down the field. It's going to be in the air a lot, you know, and, and who doesn't enjoy watching that? So I, I do think that there will be a lot of people with a national TV audience. I think those numbers ought to be pretty good. We, we talked to David Kellum earlier, and obviously, you know, he's called so many of these games. He has quite the memory bank to draw on for, for his favorite moments. You don't have that, but you have one of the most memorable moments in the 2019 Egg Bowl. How do you call craziness like the, the final five, six minutes of that game? I think that you're just along for the ride like everybody else. I mean, there's no script for that. Um Due respect, there's no page in the broadcaster manual for a guy running over to a pylon, lifting his leg like a dog, getting a 15-yard penalty, and then the game gets decided on an extra point that's 30 yards away. I haven't found that page yet. So you're just as shocked and stunned as everybody else. (laughs) I think it came across that way uh, in 19, you know. Um, Again, Kind of what makes this one unique compared to some of the others is that strange things happen and have happened. Um, that said, I thought the game last year was entertaining. I thought of the three 
four that I've done, it was it was the one at the end where I looked back and said, okay, nothing really out of the ordinary happened here. It was just a good football game. And I kind of hope we're headed down that path because, again, if you're trying to build um, a national audience for a game like this, I think that both teams would love for it to be because they play good between the lines and not for whatever sideshow occurs in the middle of it. I mean, I, I just think that's what's best for the rivalry and for the game on a national level. So we'll see if we get that again, uh, like we talked about. A lot of eyeballs, you'd think, watching the game on Thursday night. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, it'll be another classic and one that people will look at and kind of, you know, bookmark and say, you know, a year from now, we want to make sure that we make plans to watch this or be part of it again. Neil, you've had a, a great front row seat to watch Will Rogers uh, for the entirety of his career, from kind of being thrust into it uh, a season ago and then maybe having a little bit of growth as the season went along. I thought maybe the Egg Bowl last year was kind of the point where it was like, all right, th- this might work. And then kind of throughout the course of this season, watching him go from good to just putting up prolific numbers. Is it as simple as experience, or is there something else that's there that has allowed him to make the jump that he's made in Mike Leach's offense? Well, the experience, I think Richard's the biggest part of it. Um, You know, Mike Leach is big on repetition and consistency. Uh, We talk about that a lot uh, on the radio show each week and in the pregame interviews and in the postgame interviews. And Will certainly is building that. You know, he's right around 20 starts now for his career. And yeah, I asked Coach if 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 20 was like a magic number. Is that kind of like the 10,000 hour rule? If you do something for 10,000 hours, you become proficient at it. And he didn't quite agree with me on that. He thought that that Will had something a little bit extra that's helped him cover a lot of ground in still a pretty short period of time. And what I think that is is that he is he's a great leader he's a charismatic guy um i think the guys in the locker room love to play for him and love to play on a team with him um you can't coach some of that kind of stuff you know and if you saw some of the videos online uh that were posted you know from the the comeback win at auburn a couple weeks ago especially the quote from will between the third and fourth quarter akin to I'm tired of just barely beating people I want to go out and win a game and and, and, you know I I think that that's what you want to hear from the guy who's a leader of your football team so he checks the boxes with regard to that physically he has he has certainly gotten better mentally he's seeing things differently now I think than probably was even at the beginning of this year and it's been a lot of fun to watch him and a lot of other really young guys on State's football team start to put it together. And you can't help but be a little bit excited about what the future might be like here, too, um, with, with a lot of those guys scheduled to come back next year. About that. I, I'm curious, did you take Mike Leach farther down that road of like debating the philosophies of Malcolm Gladwell? No, because here's the deal. Mike Leach is infinitely <laughs> smarter than I am. Uh, and, and I mean, if you spend five minutes with him, you'll figure that out real quick. He's got a Pepperdine Law degree. 
and I've just got a bachelor's in mass communications. So, I mean, you know, he, uh, he's got me by a wide margin in the intelligence column there. But, hey, I'll tell you this. He, he is a wildly uh, entertaining and engaging guy to talk to. And as much as I have enjoyed talking football with him these last two years, the moments that we have in breaks – in between uh, during the radio show, the moments that we have before and after we do the pregame interview, those are among my favorites. I mean, it's it's just uh, both of us are fans of the TV show Yellowstone, and we had a long discussion about that two weeks ago and what we thought of the new season of Yellowstone. And, you know, you learn that and it's tough, I think, at this level because there's such an, a demand on the time of coaches from media and everybody else, uh, I think the thing that stands out to me is Mike Leach at his core is, is, is a regular guy, and and I can appreciate that. And I really like that you can get to know him a little bit on a human level, and, and it's not just the, the personality that you see on TV, the mad scientist or whatever else you want to call him, you know, he's the pirate or whatever. It's he, He's a pretty regular guy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I played catch up last night. I watched the first three seasons of uh, three episodes of season four last night. Episode one. That may be the most intense hour of television I've ever seen. Neil, thanks so much for your time. Look forward to seeing you this weekend. Yeah, see you guys. Neil Price, voice of the Mississippi State Bulldogs, joining us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 62. Tonight, clear and cold, low around 34. Your Tuesday, sunny skies, high near 61. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 39. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. You've shared half your life together. Built your family and careers together. She doesn't just complete your sentences, she completes you. Isn't it time to tell her you'd marry her all over again? 
I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company, suggesting that maybe it's time for that second diamond, the diamond you've always wanted to give her and now can afford. Here at Juniker Jewelry Company, as direct diamond importers, you'll find more certified large diamonds than any other store. Stunning two, three, four-carat diamonds and larger in stock every day at the guaranteed best price in Mississippi. And the diamond professionals to help you create not just her ultimate diamond engagement ring, but a true family heirloom. So when you want to say, I love you, on her birthday, your anniversary, or just because it's time for that second diamond. This Christmas, come to Junikers. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gulfport police are looking for a missing 16-year-old. Maria Naisha O'Shea Powell is a black female that was last seen November 17th near Highland Avenue. She was wearing a black and yellow jacket. For more information on this story, visit supertalk.fm. Supply chain dynamics are speeding up a changing economy, according to Ashley Edwards, CEO of the Gulf Coast Business Council. I mean, you're going to see automation at a level that, that you know, we probably would not have seen for another five or six years as a result of just the labor shortages. Because uh, labor shortages are not going to last forever. And what companies are going to do when they can't find qualified work, they're going to figure out a way to automate the processes with robots and other automated processes. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. I'm Michael Watson, Mississippi's 36th Secretary of State. Mississippians are known for our generosity, especially during the Christmas season. Just last year, Mississippi Charities bought in roughly $1.7 billion. Before you make a donation, be sure to check the validity of the charity or organization on our website, sos.ms.gov. Taking this extra step will not only protect you, but will also ensure your donation goes to those who need it most. From the Secretary of State family to yours, have a safe and Merry Christmas. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And, of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Supertalk Mississippi. Bowl is just days away, and this is your spot for late-breaking news on State and Ole Miss. Sports Talk Mississippi on Supertalk.fm, the Supertalk app, and always on your local Supertalk Mississippi station. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us as we broadcast from Visit Oxford today. 
They're located on Jackson Avenue. If you're in and around Oxford and trying to get local information, what to do, where to go, stop in and see them at 1013 Jackson Avenue or visit the website, visitoxfordms.com. Borky, we never got around. We just kind of like hit the ground running today and never really got around to talking about Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Bottom line is Ole Miss got a win, and they got out of the game fairly healthy. Completely healthy, I think. I I don't think there were any injuries of any significance beyond maybe just bumps and bruises on Saturday night. So ultimately, that's what had to happen, and that is what happened. But the way they played left some people kind of scratching their heads a little bit walking away from the ballpark. Especially the quarterback who said after the game, uh, if they play like that on Thursday, they're going to get their rear ends handed to them with a different word. And uh, apparently was in the locker room uh, before before Coach got in, ripping his offense. Had them over in a corner of the locker room telling them that they better not go out tonight. They've got a game to get ready for because the way they played is unacceptable and all that stuff. So a lot of things can be true with this game at once, right? Uh, they played like crap. No sugarcoating it. Ole Miss played bad football. It can also be because they were coming off a week where they played a really high-emotion, high-profile game, and their rival is five days away. And so it's probably very hard for human beings who are 18 to 22 years old to get up and play a game sandwiched in between. It can also be true, though, that something manifested itself in that game that's been going on now for six weeks straight. Ole Miss cannot score in the second half of games. They, They haven't done it for six weeks now. And yes, I know that the quarterback's been hurt, and it's really been a problem. I know they've been missing a variation of their three best wide receivers during that period of time. They've been shuffling the offensive line. I get it. I understand. But if that game, in the way it happened, just happened in isolation, I wouldn't even mention the fact that they have struggled for six weeks in the second half offensively. They cannot score. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. You know, so people were like, "Oh, they were," you know, they were not worried about it. They're looking ahead. Well, were they looking ahead with Liberty? Were they looking ahead, uh, you know, against Auburn? I mean, it's it's become a trend. Um, now this week coming up, it looks like Ole Miss is going to be as healthy as they've ever been. So maybe trend the trend can change. But right now, yes, like I said to uh, to David Kellum earlier, if State goes in the locker room with the lead at halftime. State fans are going to feel great about their chances of winning the game. Sure, because Mississippi State has been better been a great second half, half team than they year. have been in the, the first half. The second quarter has been the best quarter this season for Ole Miss offensively. Um, you know, the one thing about the whole not scoring much in the second half is they've still figured out ways to win. Mm-hmm. Like they've, they've still been winning, whether it's been relying on the defense or building a big enough cushion or, or whatever it is. Here's what stood out to me Saturday that I thought was in such stark contrast to what we saw one week earlier. Against Texas A&M, that was, one, Ole Miss was the more physical team, and it was a little bit surprising. Because physically, Texas A&M pretty gifted. Like you look at those guys, and they're 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 pretty. Right. That's pretty. Sort pretty of, impressive. Sort of what their reputation is. And yet, Ole Miss was the more physical team, yeah. and that was a game that was just like standing there at field level watching that. I mean, that was grown man football for sixty minutes. That was not the case at all on on Saturday night. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot of indifference. Yeah. Um, 
And I think Ole Miss knew from the moment that they scored on the opening drive of the game to go up seven to nothing, and they did it in four plays. It covered sixty-five yards and lasted like a minute twelve. Mm-hmm. That they were winning, but at the same time, if, if Vanderbilt what was it fourth and something from the the eight. If they score there and make it a one-score game, you just don't ever know. And the same thing was yeah, true. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. I know. And Ole Miss and, made and the play it, there. And even but the same scenario, thing is true about Liberty. Again, they, they were making play. If they make a play here or there, all of a sudden you've got a game on your hands. But I guess that's my point is Ole Miss has figured out a way to, even though it's a little more uncomfortable, yeah. oh, that's great. still winning. Winning ugly, man. Mississippi State's made a living doing it. Welcome. <laughs> we welcome you to the fraternity. They've had really bad uh, second-half offensive scoring outputs for the last six weeks, but on the flip side, uh, Ole Miss defensively is playing the best they have in, what, six years? Uh, in those last six weeks. I mean, they've, on the season, improved by 12 points per game, but the last six weeks they've been even better uh, than that. So while you've got one trend that is going in a very bad direction, you've got another trend that is looking more and more plausible. And, and what's so interesting about this game upcoming on Thursday is the defense that Ole Miss is running, just the base alignment in their defense, is designed to stop offenses like this one. Can it? Will it? Who knows? But that is what it's designed to do. That is what a three-two-six defense is built for. And they've changed things really since the Arkansas game as well with how they bring pressure, where it comes from, how many guys. They've really mixed up blitzes and stunting and stuff like that. And it's really benefited them. But this is what this defense is supposed to be built for. It's hard to find an offense that is a direct comparison to what Mississippi State does. Mm-hmm. Um Arkansas has got some elements of that with mm-hmm. Kendall Bryles. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what Ole Miss does offensively has got elements of it. Mm-hmm. Not a ton, but but some. Right. Tennessee's got some elements of it. All right. of those have more of a run game piece of it than what Mississippi State does. The difference in those offenses in Mississippi State's is they play with tempo. Yeah, Mississippi State slows it down. And again, to me, the thing, and I know it's part of the air raid offense or Mike Leach's air raid offense, that drives fans crazy sometimes is the constant check downs to backs. Mm-hmm. But that's also the it's a, reason. It's a sweep. That, well, y- yes, it's a sweep, but it's also it's got to be frustrating for defenses because it's almost replaced the defensive end that just got pressure by whoop, just right over his head to the back yeah. for a gain of four or a gain of seven yeah, or yeah. a gain of 30. Yeah. Well, and that's what happens is... And it's you know, over and over and over and you, over. You take those gains of four and gains of four and gains of four, and then all of a sudden somebody's like, I've got to do something. I've got to cheat up a little bit. And then now, now all of a sudden State's going over the top for 15, 20, 30 yards. And that's, that's what they've been doing in these past few weeks when Will Rogers has been so hot. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that there's any real need to go deeper on Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. That one's in the rear view mirror. I think we can put... We can put Tennessee behind. State and Vanderbilt to bed for good now. We're, time, we're all time good to start worrying about Thanksgiving Day. I, I, I think that is uh, that is fair. Um, I will ask you this: as we've got just a couple of minutes left, does how you look at Lane Kiffin's situation, whatever that situation is, change with Dan Mullen being fired at Florida? I've been saying for the past few weeks that. You know, there's going to be some options out there for, for Kiffin. Florida is a great option for Kiffin. I really, it really, I really feel to me on like, paper. But will Scott Strickland hire Strickland? Is the, is the is the wild card? Is Strickland going to be the athletic director? Nobody knows that for sure. Um, what I would just say is this: between LSU, 
Miami, and Florida. Right now, the odds are against Lane Kiffin being here next year, I would say. But they're not crazy against. They're not. It's not 100 to 1. You, you know, the funny thing about you saying that is, of the three of those... It's Miami. I mean, Miami would be the most likely mm-hmm. of the three in my mind, but Miami is the least of those three... For, for money, for sure. ...in terms of resources yeah. and the ability to actually pull it off. It, it, it's more about, does Lane Kiffin want to live anonymously in a city as opposed to and I had this discussion with my buddy Ben Garrett today like Lane he Kiffin lives pretty anonymously here but Lane Kiffin can't just walk in the door at Bouray down the 100% street 100% he can and and just not get mobbed 100% well, I watched, he didn't he did not agree with you well I then we'll just disagree but I watched it happen right down here I don't know 2 months ago mm-hmm. at St. Leo like you just in there low key having dinner nobody bothers him he walks up yeah it's really good I might go there yeah, it's really good. Uh, but Florida you know, will it, have to get said no too many times before they get to Lane Kiffin. Which is dumb. They're, it is. They're, he should be one of the top two guys you call. There, there's a reason that his name is not appearing on any of these credible lists. It's because there there is a fit there. I'm not talking about him in Florida, but there's a fit between he and hiring uh, the person that's making the hire, I should say. And right now that's not it. There's one coach for sure I know was not going to get the Florida job. For sure is not going to get the Florida job. Hugh Freeze? That is his name. Yeah. Well, well uh, football genius uh, Clay Travis said that uh, he should be a candidate. So, Yeah, well, you know. Whether that, he should or shouldn't be, he won't. Yeah. He should. Uh, Clay, Clay is technically correct. Hugh Freeze should be a candidate, no. but he will not be a candidate. No, well, I'm just saying from a football perspective, Michael. Like, could have had that job a few years back. Well, maybe, maybe probably in, should have. Maybe in retrospect, needs to stay where he is forever. I hear you. You want to yeah. get scrutinized again? Go back in the SEC in a high-profile job like that. I'm going to pray for you, brother. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Final segment of the show coming up as we wrap things up from Visit Oxford on the Oxford Square. The Visit Oxford Cottage at ten thirteen. Jackson Avenue. Don't forget, the uh, show comes to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. We'll be right back. Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Checking back in on your afternoon commute. Outside of your typical drive time congestion, there are currently no reported accidents impacting your ride home. However, if you run into traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. We've all heard the old expression, work smarter, not harder. Those words become a reality when you visit Ace Bolt and Screw. From tools and accessories to every fastener imaginable, Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every job. Register to win a Predator Talon high-performance electric bike valued at $3,000. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 at the Gluckstadt exit, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. 
Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team, 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com, nomoreroofleak.com. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland. At the American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air. We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. So I was giving everybody credit for keeping their cool throughout this rivalry game. Now the cool is lost. Everybody charging out onto the field. And this could get ugly. Sports Talk Mississippi on Supertalk.fm, the Super Talk app, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. How much time do we have? Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. 
M one last time as we wrap things up from Visit Oxford, the Visitor Center on Jackson Avenue, 1013 Jackson Avenue for the Visit Oxford Cottage. We uh, talked with uh, Kenny Ferris, who is the Executive Director of Visit Oxford earlier today, had a conversation with Mark Hilsey. And now John Mater joins us from the Oxford Lafayette County Chamber of Commerce. Uh, great to see you, man. Happy uh, Happy Thanksgiving week. Happy Egg Bowl week. Good to uh, Good to be here. It's an exciting week. We got all kinds of good, stuff. and it's you know it's always sunny in seventy two in Oxford. So there you go. It's perfect weather for all this. Yeah, especially right here next to this heater that is uh, <laughs> is keeping me toasty. Uh, sunny and and seventy two. Well, you got to carry your own seventy two around somehow. That's right. Uh, you got to got to take care of things. So holiday season, big shopping season. So very easy sometimes for people to just pick up their phone or go to their computer and click 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 and yet so incredibly important for folks to uh to focus on shopping local it, it yeah it really is the uh the interesting thing about shopping local is that you know in economic development we give give tax incentives to businesses all the time but your real economy is your people where you live and the businesses where you live and the best incentive you can give anybody is actually looking them eye to eye and and doing business with them giving them your money for whatever service or or good they're bringing back to you and if you know that person if you know that person's family if you know that person's history uh it's so much better and it doesn't matter if you're in oxford or, or greenville or starkville wherever you are supporting your local economy is the most important thing you can do to growing mississippi because we'll we'll grow Mississippi from a lot of small towns that are doing very well, yeah. and if we have uh, small towns that are shopping on on Amazon and and going outside of their community for whatever it is they need, especially during the holidays, then we're going to have a tough time with uh, with the economy as a whole in Mississippi. When we talked, uh, Mark and I talked about that earlier. You know, it's. It I feel like you lose people when you start talking about tax revenues and what you get back and why that makes it important to shop local when, when you realize that there are people who have the ability to put food on their table and take care of exactly. their kids because of the small business that they've invested in and just the difference that it makes in the community that now now you can kind of get somewhere with people. Exactly right. And you know, and it's got to be an intentional thing. Well, and, and it does. And the, the other part of that is if, if there is a thriving local business economy there, more people are going to get into it. More people are going to are going to be participating in it. You know, I hear so many, so many small towns, so many uh, uh, economic developers talking about the the loss of, of amenities, loss of small businesses, and that sort of a thing. But they're still going out there trying to re- per- pursue the the chain restaurants and the the big industries and things like that. But if you've got a, a real thriving network of small businesses with people that support them very very well. Then you'll have more and more people employed in your community, and those those jobs aren't going away. Those jobs are going to be handed down from generation to generation, and that money's going to go around. And, and you know, you're, you're right. Talking about the tax revenues and supporting schools and and roads and everything else, that's one thing. But if you can look eyeball to eyeball with a friend and do business with that friend, yeah. it makes a huge difference in how how strong your community is and the pride that you have in your own community. All right, so in terms of economic development, in terms of bringing business to Oxford and Lafayette County, where's your focus? Our focus is, you know, we, uh, Oxford has an, an amazingly strong economy. We, uh, for, for an economy of our size called a micropolitan, we're the, in 2020 we were the eighth strongest micropolitan in the country. Wow. That's significant. And Oxford has been doing something right for a long time to get to that point. And what we've discovered is that growth from the inside out is what really drives our economy, what really makes our economy strong. So our, our, our office, the Economic Development Foundation and the Chamber of Commerce, we focus very heavily on small businesses, on entrepreneurship, on businesses starting here and growing here. It's amazing what will happen when you get a group of people who can turn 
nothing into something, into a business. Uh, you, you take FNC, for example. That's a small business that started here. They sold for $475 million. It created 40-something millionaires overnight in Oxford. That money has stayed here. It's gone back into more businesses that they're growing on their own. That's one thing. Uh, the, these, these what we call gazelle startups and, and entrepreneurship uh, in technology. But you get, you know, across the street, we've got Funkies and, and St. Leo, and we've got, you know, restaurants here. We've got small businesses all over the place that are locally owned. And those people live here in this community. Those people care about this community. And they're the ones that are making the economy grow. And so we're focusing on making sure that they are taken care of, that the people that own the businesses here uh, can, can have resources, can, if they need something, if there's a gap in what they need, that they can come to us and get those resources for whatever it happens to be. Obviously a busy time, uh, wrapping up football season, only about a minute left. I am curious from, from a chamber standpoint, the relationship between the university and your office. So it, we're, it, it, the university is the key economic driver in this town, sure. obviously. Uh, we rely on the university for an awful lot of things, uh, and there's some great things that are going on at the university now. But what's really driving everything is the idea that the university is creating smart people, and we want to keep those smart people here in the state, specifically yeah. here in Oxford, to keep our economy strong and keep the uh, the brain drain from happening. A lot of a uh, lot of work to be done. Appreciate you Always. stopping by. Good to visit with you. Wish you uh, you and your family happy Thanksgiving. I appreciate it, John Maynard from the uh, Oxford Lafayette County Chamber of Commerce. As we wrap things up on this Monday of Egg Bowl week, it is also Thanksgiving week. Our focus here, kind of on the Egg Bowl. Plenty coming up with you tomorrow. We look forward to spending the afternoon with you. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great Monday night. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.